Zero podcast is powered by you. And if you want to support us, you can do so via Patreon. Just head to patreon.com forward slash Xbox era. And as a thank you for your support, you get cool stuff and we get to keep doing what we do. Now let's get into it. What is going on, everyone? And welcome to episode 123 of what is ostensibly the You Had Me at Halo podcast. Uh, as you can see, uh, I am hosting this week and I am joined by Soul Blazers, aka Arsel. Yo. I yeah. hate saying your name with my accent. I hate saying your name with my accent because my accent makes it sound the worst and i know i say it wrong because my accent is horrible oh, man my name uh it's, it's so it's, bad it's literally was censored in runescape when i used to play it like i couldn't See, type my name that's in. what i mean my accent <laughs> makes it sound so much worse than it actually is apologies for that um and no we're worries. also joined by daniel aka Nodian. daniel how are you what's going oh wait that's uh it's a little bit awkward i'm not used to you being here <laughs> yeah that's right see we, we all thought we were on the you had me at halo podcast didn't we <laughs> it's effectively what it is isn't it it's like uh, except yeah. instead of abe hosting it's me yep and yet this but is a week with almost no halo news yes i was about to say there's no <laughs> halo news this week yeah. which is good um we actually have a super chat already like before the show had even started jeremy g i have raised the price of super chats by 10 percent in all regions <laughs> so meta <laughs> uh, that's good i like that uh so boys how have we been Pretty wait well, hold on i forgot someone we've also got jesse here but Travis everyone knows that. jesse jesse's always there. yeah there's jesse how are we guys good busy week very busy week yeah yeah very busy week especially the second half of the week yeah the first yeah. the first yeah. half of the week there was like absolutely nothing going on and then all of a sudden the second half of the week came and everything just changed didn't it yep <laughs> yeah we've been it was playing the any games too. yeah we've been playing any games guys um, ursul uh, yeah sure yeah yeah of course yeah um i actually this week i beat ninja gaiden black for the first time I, i'd beaten the original way back on on the original xbox but i never wow. played black it's a fun game okay really fun game yeah um other than that i've been playing death stranding and it's not that bad <laughs> other than the terrible terrible <laughs> writing like legit some of the worst <laughs> writing i have ever seen and insanely pretentious the actual gameplay i am enjoying surprisingly <laughs> have you played a kojima game before because that's kind of standard kind of actually i haven't really played many kojima games i'll be honest just the original metal gear like way back and maybe a little mm. bit of four sometime like in the three in the ps3 days yeah yeah Fair four enough. was good four was yeah. good we talked we talked about metal gear a fair bit i think yeah. it was last week with joe wasn't it mr bad bit we talked a fair bit yeah you did the hint hint nudge nudge because he has never played a Metal Gear Solid game, which I found very, very weird. Especially when they're synonymous yeah. with PlayStation. Right. Like yeah. Metal Gear yeah. Solid games are synonymous with that brand. So I found that odd that yep. he had never played one. But yeah, Death Stranding so, yeah. was, uh, it was, 
I knew what it was coming into it, which is like, you know, a walking simulator, a delivery simulator, blah, blah, blah. Mm. I work at UPS, like at the store. <laughs> so to me, I kind of like right away, I'm like, okay, I, this is it, right? This is, this is my game. <laughs> but it's, I don't know if it's, it's, it's just music choice, but when I'm actually just like in the world moving from point A to point B, there's something just like soothing about it. I feel like not everyone would enjoy it. You have to be in maybe the right headspace or the wrong headspace to enjoy the game. But like mm. when it clicks, it clicks. I'm only like four hours in. So maybe I'll get tired of it like another 10, 15 hours. But so far, it's it's pretty enjoyable. Other than the cutscenes. They're crazy long and they're terrible writing. Yeah, well, that's that's that's, that's Kojima. Kojima. Yeah. That's Kojima. <laughs> mm. 100%. Daniel? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it's end of FY here. So I haven't gotten to play as much as I'd like to this week. But, um, mm. you know, my usuals, ESO, Fallout 76, um, Forza. And I did start um, Midnight Fight Express. Nice. Based mm, off of uh, Jesse's recommendation. And it's fantastic. I mean. It's not bad. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, for what it is, right? Um, great mm. atmosphere, uh, great soundtrack. Great really, yeah, soundtrack's uh, dig, real good. Dig, yeah. yeah, really dig the the cyberpunk dystopian uh, elements to it. So, yeah, it's been it's been pretty cool. Yeah, I'm the same. Midnight Fight Express is the only new thing I started. Um, finished off. I <laughs> I finally finished off Bright Memory Infinite. Nice. Uh, nice. <laughs> last I picked it up, I, I was like right at the end of the game, and I didn't. Yeah, how long did so yesterday left? I played it, and I was I only played it for like ten minutes, and I was at the end. <laughs> that, the final, the final boss fight's actually not bad. Like for yeah. for a first person shooter boss fight, it's mm -hmm. actually pretty good because I know that boss fights are quite difficult yeah. to make decent yeah. in a first person shooter. Um, but Bright Memory Infinite does an okay job of it. Um, pretty Did you good play game. the first I didn't one? Mind it. The uh, just bright memory. No, I haven't. I assume yeah, I they're quite either. similar. I'm I, I imagine I haven't played either yet. My my, like when when you beat Bright Memory Infinite, it gives you a bunch of stats and tells you mm. how long. To, like I, it felt like I had actually been playing that game a lot longer than I had. Turns out, one hour and fifty nine minutes. No. What? <laughs> <laughs> That, <laughs> it felt like I had Two put weeks. way more time into it than that. Yeah, but it yeah. told me my my beat time was one hour and fifty nine minutes. So the crazy. first time I completed it, it was uh, one fifteen for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. my god, that's so that's great. <laughs> Two hours. That's such a great leg. It's like an arcade game almost. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, mate, there's arcade games that take longer than that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah time but Midnight Fight Express isn't bad. I don't mind it. Yeah. Um, there's, I'm just trying to think. I, I wouldn't mind it if it was a little bit tighter in terms of how it feels Responsive. to play. Yeah, it's yeah. just a little bit loose for me. Um, how many upgrades do you it. have? Because so many oh, of the many. gameplay mechanics are tied to the moment you get, say, half of the upgrades. Oh boy, does it feel good! And when you got them all, really? it feels incredible. You can you get, only them get one per level. Yeah, so every level you beat, uh, you okay. get one upgrade point. You unlock something, and yeah, as yeah, you yeah. get those, and you can start countering weapons, you can start countering everything, and yeah, doing yeah, way yeah. more. It feels great. Yes, it's it's a it's a slow ramp up for a short game. No, yeah, but I'm talking about that the core uh, actual gameplay response, the gameplay like, loop, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Feel that that intangible. A lot feel of the that... things that. Like the 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 Batmanish 
type uh, part of it is tied to upgrades. So at first you kind of just feel like, okay, I'm running around. It's a little loose. My punches are a little loose. Like a lot of the stuff that tightens it up is later in the upgrade tree. Uh, okay. It's probably one of its. I'm about four levels in. I think I'm about three or four levels in. Yeah, there's forty. Um, so there's a lot. Oh, well, you get an okay. upgrade point on after every single one, and every level's like three oh, okay. to five minutes. So it's still not a yeah, long yeah, game. Yeah. The menu oh. is like weird. Yeah, it's it's so weird and. Uh, it's just like they just slapped it in there like last second like, as if they, like they, oh shit we need a ui <laughs> yeah yeah exactly there was about to say it. they're like oh wait hold on we need an actual menu ui for this thing and they yeah. like quickly put it in there 15 minutes before they hit the button to release the game like it was just like mm-hmm. thrown I, in there it's it's bad it's i feel like we, we take for granted the the ux teams are like bigger bigger oh, studios yeah Oh, yeah. Even oh, if it yeah. looks simple to us, like for them, it's probably days and weeks of work to oh. make sure it looks simple, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, and then I and know. then you have, yeah, I would say, and then you have uh, the you know when you present when a developer presents something to the UX team, like whenever I do like marketing or whatever, where it's quote unquote marketing, it's like this this whole like you know multi week process of going about mm. going back and forth of what works <laughs> and what doesn't work. And have you seen the and, memes where it's know. like uh the uh the pm wants like all this fancy d- designs and this and it switches to the developer and they're like oh my god what? No, we oh, can't yeah. do this <laughs> yeah yeah oh man like even the load screen it's just like this stock standard little cog that moves with it even says what's loading like loading yeah hair or things yeah like, loading, loading these assets and load i'm like yeah are we supposed to be seeing this stuff like is, is this meant to be here and then you just like, like oh shit we've got to turn like it's off. like, oh my god! I'm like, did um, this game just get finished before I started playing it? Is that what happened? Like, it was just full on. But the game is cool. Like, the game is fun. Yeah. It's got some good moments mm-hmm. in it, and like you said, Daniel, the soundtrack is like unreal Ooh, so far. Killer. Like, loving yeah. the, the name of the guy who did the music is Noise Cream. Oh, <laughs> is that why they said put some noise cream on in he the sounds, first level? He sounds like a DJ from. A house nightclub, like a hundred percent from the from the DJ. Blade nightclub. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cool game. Like I, I don't mind yeah. the game's style though, and its aesthetic. Yeah. Like I like when an enemy jumps yeah. out of the back of a truck, and then it just does that cool glitchy screen, and said, "Yeah, oh, yeah. here's the big bozos." Like yeah. I didn't mind all that stuff. That was really cool. I feel the drone just having you go around just killing people. Like, okay, I make sure you kill these guys too. Uh, shoot those guys mm-hmm. there. <laughs> okay. All uh, right. I've just been pressing B to skip through all that dialogue. <laughs> just like, yeah, 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 bring the game on. I, I get it. I get it. I gotta, I gotta punch these guys up and kill them. Come on, come on. Let's get. I'm gonna do here. skip, skip, skip. Yeah, a, let's get on with it. When you beat a, le- a level and you go back to it, you can choose to skip all cutscenes, skip all dialogue, and you just. Well, that's play. nice. I called it Nick mode. Yeah, nice. That's the best. Nice. You have that's to unlock clothes and stuff, right? Yes. Yep. Anything else? <laughs> um nothing new just is, my usual stuff is turbo thing working for you again or no not yet uh i have had a few games of turbo golf racing with other people nice i don't know if it adds much to it mm. like yeah i i don't know so far i prefer i think i prefer the solo experience in turbo golf racing where you just 
play it as a solo golf game. I, I, so far, my experience has been that having the five, six, however many other people it is, hasn't enhanced the experience in any real way. You because can no one seems to be playing it. Like no one seems to be playing it like Mario Kart meets Rocket League. Hmm. Hmm. I, I felt like I was the only person trying to kill people. Oh, with power ups, like I was getting rockets and stuff and trying to shoot people with them, but I didn't feel like anyone else was doing that. They were just everyone else is it. like, "Come on, man! I'm just trying to play the game." Yeah, yeah everyone, everyone else was just like going dick. for the hole, and I was just like, "Nah, I'm gonna try and kill you guys so I can get to the hole first. But no one else was doing that, so it's like, "So then, why are you playing with other people? Just play solo and get there as quick as you can." Like, I don't know. I just I don't know if the game. I, I don't know if, it if it's. If, if it, it incentivizes works, playing yeah with other well people enough. yeah because i mean golf in and of itself is a very individual game yeah like it's the same with mario golf super rush whatever it's called like the new mario golf that just came out oh, for yeah. switch mm-hmm. there's a mode that's kind of like turbo golf racing where there's all your all four of you are there playing mm. golf at the same time trying to get to the hole first and there's power-ups and you can knock out your opponent it's literally the mario mm. golf but with cars but again yeah. that's to me with mario golf that's the least fun mode where you have the three opponents at the same time for, for me it's not like their most advertised mode too yeah that's the one they right. advertise because uh, it's yeah. so different yeah. Um, but I, I, it's funny. Ah, oh, actually, I'll, we're talking about Mario Golf and whatever. Anyway, uh, I also got this. That's the Splatoon. Oh, you picked it up. Oh, nice. Yep, <laughs> nice. It's so nice. It is so. <laughs> that's the back of it. Oh, the back looks nice. Okay. Yeah. Ah, oh, it's so, it's so <laughs> good. Like they fix the kickstand. It's now a proper kickstand. It's not that garbage oh, what's single. The hell? Yeah, it's like a full proper kickstand now. Is, um, is that only in yeah, your model onwards? It's, or? No, it's on the OLED. OLED. It's only oh, the, the OLED. OLED um, yeah, I got the, the OLED, OLED screen is like the OLED screen is super nice. It's Fantastic. bigger. It's bright and colorful. Damn, that uh, looks it's really good, man. It's so. I'm just waiting for my skull and co grip to come in because ah, I don't yeah. like holding this thing on its yeah. own, like. It, if you did, we'd have a problem. No one should like holding that thing. <laughs> it's, oh, it's so ergonomically disastrous. Yep. Yeah. That I just yep. can't believe it. Like you, you have get to grip. get one of those skull and co grips. Like the off center mm-hmm. grip, right? Or it's like No no no. It's um it's a it's a wraparound grip. Yeah. Like, so what yeah. it does is it adds some some form some factor here. Right. So it's like you're holding yeah. a controller. Mm, yeah. As okay. opposed to holding just a flat thing yeah god and, and um it, it's remarkably heavier like the oled one is because i've got both yeah, I've i think got it the is OLED and then oh yeah and so like i've had to just put it on a stand take off the joy cons or use my my pro controller because otherwise it's it's yeah, yeah you can't do it for more than a few you know minutes at a time because it's just unwieldy it's, and yeah, I don't know. yeah it's nice it's it's, it's rad nice. aside from that yeah, so I've been setting it up and I, I just it reminded me because we were talking about Mario Golf because I quickly jumped into a game of Mario Golf and there's, there's been some new modes added. So there's this target mode added, but you've got three or four different islands and you're mm-hmm. going to try and... like There's rings and if you get within these rings, then it's a certain score, kind of like darts. And right. Okay. Got to, yeah, so I found that mode really fun. Um, 
But yeah, that, I don't know. Turbo Golf Racing, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that one. The solo mode's really good. The solo mode could be what keeps it going. I don't know if the multiplayer will find that kind right. of success, that Rocket League-like success that they're hoping yeah. for. I mean, right now it yeah. hasn't. I know that much. It hasn't blown up. No, um, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. I mean, it doesn't have uh, the yeah. same approachability either, I, th I don't yeah. think. And, and, you know, whether or not it has the same kind of... Um, you know, a lot of a lot of reason that game blew up so much was because of the streaming aspect, right? Yeah. Um, yes. And the competitive aspect. Sure. Yes. Like right. it taps. Right. It's soccer. It taps into your yeah. competitive beast. The world's like that's largest what it sport. Does. Golf yeah. has never been the sport that really taps into that white line <laughs> fever of people, like yeah, yeah. where soccer does. Um, right. Again, I think it could find some life in the solo part of it. Because solo, mm -hmm. I think it's still enjoyable. If you just want to do a round of golf with the car, it works. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Um, another super chat though, Faisal. Have a great show, gents. Thanks, Faisal. Thank you. You're actually here live. Usually he doesn't catch the show live, I don't think. Okay, on to the news. Gamescom. Did any of you guys see it? Yeah. Uh, what has uh, Jesse been playing? Do we uh, do we skip Jesse? I can't remember. I, don't I play know. too does much. Jesse, does Jesse usually <laughs> oh, talk yeah, about you... what he's playing? No, oh, not normally. I I, can't remember. I would say the the stuff I've been playing would be just go read all the reviews, reviews of it. Saints <laughs> Row, yeah, yeah, the, the Ascent, Madden, Soul Hackers Two, Destroy All Humans mm -hmm. this week all went up. So yeah, we've had a lot of content, and uh, I know Ursel definitely watched Gamescom because we co-streamed it. Yes, yes, we did. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It so was. What did you guys think? I didn't see it. It was like three in the morning for me, so I was asleep. So it was weird in in the sense that I finished the show and I figured, you know what? He's getting better. Jeff is getting better at the shows. <laughs> then I went online and a lot of the uh, response I saw, especially on Era and on our Discord, was no, it wasn't. But then the overall response, <laughs> like on his Twitter page, was pretty good. So I think it was mm. a fairly like a B, like a solid B of a show. I want to say. Okay. Okay. Any major announcements come? Like I know there was. Hard Space Shipbreaker is coming to Xbox and Game Pass September 20, so that's not that far away. So the console port for that game's out to release, yeah. Yes. Uh, Pentiment mm -hmm. got its release date, November 15. We got we got the confirmation of something we all suspected, which was Lies of P is coming to Game Pass when it right. launches, which for those who love their Souls games, that's a big get. Or Pinocchio. It's fantastic. I yeah. don't care about Souls games, so it does nothing for me. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I woke up that morning, so it was fri Friday morning for me. I can't remember. Either Friday Wednesday, or Saturday morning. Yeah. Wait. And I was like, I was fingers crossed. I was like praying to see a whole bunch of notifications on my phone. So I've like checked my phone to see if people are tagging me going, hey, Nick, Goldeneye came out and I saw <laughs> nothing. And I was like, oh, my God. I mean, I had notifications from Rand in the Discord being like, mm -hmm. ha, 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 Nick sucks shit. GoldenEye didn't come. <laughs> and I, was, I, remember. I remember that exact message. Uh, oh, my God. And I was like, You mean oh, Randall? Like, oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah, Randall. Ra yes, Randall. Randall, Randall. Al4. Um, I was just, how? We, we all know this game exists. We know it's there. And there's still, like, mm -hmm. I just find it odd that, 
the war in Ukraine is affecting the release date of a 25-year-old Nintendo 64 game. I just... It could be that the only they reason just, I can think yeah, of. It could be that they don't think any bad press, even if it's small, is worth the release of the game right now. I don't know. I'm just... I, you know, yeah, I'm it's, gonna, it's a weird one. I mean, I, I should just it, DM Phil and be like, "Can you just give me a code for it, and I'll just play it? Like, just, just give me a code so that I can play it, and don't worry about anyone else because I'm the only one that wants to play it anyway." <laughs> That's no the one thing, else right? Wants it. It's That's right. It won't make that big of a splash when it does release, whenever it does release. You know, oh, so what the heck? I don't know about that. I don't know about that. It, it's I, hard. I think... It's hard to judge nostalgia until it's out, right? Because because we've seen examples where where nostalgia has has really amplified the success of a re-release, right? And then yes. other times that it's it's tanked. And so you know, it's until we've actually gotten it, it's hard to. Hard I mean, to we, had the, the Turok... <laughs> it's, we had the Turok. It is releases. Also, we had the Quake release. It... Neither of them made too big of a splash. Right, but I mean, to but be they're not fair. Fair enough. Right. Golden GoldenEye was, yeah, GoldenEye has, you know, the Bond fans. It's got the fans yeah. who who played the the 64 re- original and and yeah, so like that player. was at the time like the big, yeah. yeah, I mean at the time it was the the biggest first person shooter on console because um, yeah. it changed the game. Um, Go- GoldenEye so was the- Halo before Halo. Yeah. yeah like it true. was the game that yeah. made console first person shooters a Possible, thing. Really? Like it yeah. was... It's what... If Halo had terrible controls. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's a result of the Nintendo 64 controller. Like, just like the Dreamcast controller <laughs> wasn't made for FPSs either. Like, there's no... no without kidding. Dual Quake analog. 3 was terrible. Oh, my God. MDK. <laughs> like, I remember playing MDK 2, which I know wasn't first person, <laughs> yeah. but it had first person controls. Like, yeah, you're using the face buttons as part of your... The face movement. buttons moved. Like, what? For the face... oh, you could have God. the face buttons yeah. move you. Um, yeah. Or and then the left analog stick for aiming, or vice versa, and neither yeah. of them felt good. It Dreamcast? was so yeah. weird. Yeah, oh my yeah. God. Um, you're, you're too the, young the to remember is, that. Oh no, 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 I remember the Dreamcast. Okay, I remember seeing that Sonic <laughs> and getting so hyped about it, but never ended up oh. able to play it. I oh, man, I mean, this is the tangent, man, but like, I still remember EB was holding like a pre-release Dreamcast thing, the EB near me. Mm-hmm. And I remember going, they had a whole bunch of Dreamcasts set up all around the store. And I just remember, like, I was in heaven. Like, Sonic, (laughs) everyone was around Sonic Adventure. And then I'm like, oh, my God, House of the Dead 2. And it's on a console. It's not in the arcades. And I was just... Oh my god, that was such a special time for me. I was 19 yeah, years was, old at the time. I was that so must have been such an interesting transition for you guys, going from like these games are only playable in this specific location on this giant arcade to we can yeah. play it at our house now. The the oh, Dreamcast yeah. was the first time. Yeah, it, the Dreamcast was the first time we truly got arcade at home. Like right. we got arcade games on the Master System and the Mega Drive, mm, but they were inferior ports. Right. They, they, like they San Francisco that, Rush. Like, so a, a phrase that has gone by the wayside over the years with the death of the arcades is arcade perfect. Back in the day, that was mm. the, the phrase. Now we have things like 1080p and 4K and <laughs> 60 <laughs> The actual years. numbers. Back in the 80s and right. 90s, it was, is it arcade perfect? Everyone wanted those arcade oh. games at home to be arcade perfect. So arcade every was like pixel, reference quality, basically. Yes. Right? Every, yeah, every pixel yeah. had to be in the same spot. 
every polygon had to match every huh. we we wanted well, frame times everything yes everything it had yep. to be, and the dreamcast was the first console really to give us that was it a hardware oh. issue where the console's not strong enough yes the, like, arcade, yeah, yeah, the arcade machines were just mm. ridiculous yeah i mean at the time like yeah. that was where you saw a lot of experimentation from the silicon side yeah. of things was in arcade boards like because i remember unlimited ram and shit like, <laughs> yeah. Was yeah. Just like... yeah i mean tekken 3 i remember or maybe it was tag tournament in arcade i remember playing that in arcade and then seeing god what was the what PlayStation was it, ps2 i think yeah mm. yeah going and playing that it was it was a night and day experience right i mean it was it was almost there, but those mm. boards that they were putting in there, um, they were just leaps and bounds and above uh, for the longest time. What consoles yeah. were doing? Sega's arcade boards, Sega's arcade boards were crazy. Like they were so technologically advanced beyond anything that was out there. That's why it took like the Dreamcast. That's what the Dreamcast was. It was it was a Sega arcade uh. board modified and squeezed down into a contrast that's that's yep. what it that's was. really cool um kind of like the neo geo the neo geo was that like the neo geo that's why the console itself the neo geo was like this big mm -hmm. because it was just and an arcade board 50 us yeah. that thing was that's right crap. and the cartridges were like this big what like the cartridges <laughs> were bigger than the switch the cartridges are like bigger than the switch ran. Their arcade machines uh, ran with the same things. You were just yeah. You were buying a home version of their arcade yes. unit. The, the right. Neo Geo yeah. was just an arcade board, and they wrapped it in a console, and then the yep. cartridges Remove were just the, monitor. the circuit board, and they they just wrapped it in a. I gotta uh, look more into cartridge. this time frame because it sounds so interesting. This transition period. Ah, oh, it was an amazing time. It, it was an amazing yeah. time. Yeah, the death of arcade uh, has really been uh, uh, really sad. One of those things that we, yeah, we lament so much because, like, you saw a ton of like innovation from the arcade space that you just yeah. don't see. Um, have you, Have you been to any arcades reason. lately? Oh, I did God, go to one like one. a year ago in Michigan. Have you seen what's in them now? Like Crossy Road is an arcade machine now. Um, Minecraft Dungeons is now an arcade what? game. I did not see that. What the That's heck? Crazy. Um, huh. Tomb Raider. Um, like now what they've done is it's gone the other way. The console and mm -hmm. mobile games are now being put in the arcades. Mm. Well, that kind of started. Do you remember um, that kind of started with during the GameCube era? Because uh, F-Zero had F-Zero yes. GX on the, and then they had F-Zero AX in the Mario in Kart. Mario the Kart, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I did see that. Yeah. That, yeah. So crazy. it's now fully reversed. Now the console games are being put into the arcades and it's I don't know. Yeah. It's sad. It's a little bit I could see them making a bit of a comeback and like uh like a like let me try this out way. You know what I mean? Especially with the VR. And I mean, especially the, VR the monetization. Yeah. I just I don't see it happening. I mean <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. It's I mean it's, there's a reason Sega basically what sold off their, their arcade business yeah. or, or started closing it down yeah. so because console Back hardware is so powerful now yeah. and it's way more powerful mm -hmm. than the arcades mobile hardware like for, is so powerful now. yeah even mobile hardware yeah like yeah. for arcade machines now to be more powerful than at home hardware like they would have to bankrupt themselves to pull yeah. it off like yeah yeah there's yeah. just no point um another super chat somnia 
Uh, I'd agree with Soul. B for the show, but the content shown from the show floor was much better. Lies of P, High on Life, and Pentiment looking fantastic. Man, some of those High on Life clips. <laughs> you see so the, the kid? The kid in the gun? Yes. I love how he goes, <laughs> Ah, you killed me! Eh. And then he just like drops there. <laughs> it's like so good. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. It's so good. It it's looks so High funny. on Life. That was probably one of the, the lower points of the show because they showed like this really kind of terrible boss fight in Jeff's show for High on Life. Mm. And then they showed a good 25-minute like full gameplay, and that looked really good. I don't know what they were yeah. thinking about the boss fight. I'm yeah, actually getting a little more coverage. interested in that game. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's looking okay. good. I'd, I'd say the coverage outside of the show was a lot better than the actual show. Mm. The uh, show was not, like, yeah. it's a crazy amount of trailers. Like, honestly, like you go through the list and the, the sheer amount of stuff that was shown was a lot. Yeah, a lot of it was indie or double mm -hmm. A. And yes, there were some ads like... Pokemon concept car. I, yeah. I don't know what that. Yeah. I don't know what that One was. of the best performing parts of the show. Really? Like, yeah. Yep. What? I want that car. Oh man! But what Jeff <laughs> did different. <laughs> what Jeff did different this time was he actually ended strong, which he's done before in the past with Elden Ring. But usually that's his main issue. Dead Island mm. Two was a really good way to end it. I want to say a strong showing too. Mm. Uh, except for the fact that LA is not an island. I, I yes, just, that I part. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> Australia is. They should have I was said wondering, it yeah. did they maybe go with the whole San Andreas Fault disconnects part of the mainland idea? Maybe that's the only thing I could think so, of. Maybe, maybe. It looked cool. Very, very gory. Like very mm -hmm. gory, but it looked cool. Yeah. Now, the, the one thing that was shown at Gamescom that I did le get legitimately excited about was the PlayStation Edge controller. Mm, yeah. So I think Tom Henderson had teased, leaked, whatever, that PlayStation were doing their version of the Elite. And it was finally revealed at Gamescom, the Edge controller. And it is. It is literally just an Elite mm -hmm. controller, but the DualSense equivalent. Right down to the, um, the levers at the back to adjust Profile the triggers. Settings. How oh, that, far yeah, you yeah, can push the triggers. The hairlock trip, yeah. Uh, yep. Um, it's got the replaceable thumbsticks. It's got... Uh, it looks great. And it's got those really... I, I'm interested to see how those back pedals feel. Because see how they're at that odd angle yeah. and they just kind of stick straight that out? That was my thought. Yeah. It just does not look like a very comfortable controller from my perspective. I'm, I'm very but... interested to see how that feels because the elite controller yeah. the pad they're just pedals they're flat yeah. against the controller mm -hmm. yeah those look like they just kind of stick out so i am curious yeah. to see how that feels but i will definitely be getting that controller like 100 percent. it's so hard to go back to using a controller without back pedals yeah. once you've had once them used to it how much do you think it's going to be <laughs> that's the question right <laughs> well sony's all about charging a premium aren't they so uh, if yeah. if the elite controller in australia is 249 my guess is that the playstation one will be bare minimum 249 but most likely yeah. 299 yeah i think that's kind of what i was thinking hundred dollars which is like half the price of the console itself yeah. Which is I feel crazy. like 250 US is what it might be priced at 249. Yeah, two or 250 US. Yeah. Um, or or are they going to 
price it uh, slightly lower in the US and, and yeah, more expensive everywhere. <laughs> and more, more expensive around the rest of the world. Wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised. That's what they're all about. Oh, man. Um, Those tier one markets, right? <laughs> speaking of which, you know, out of nowhere, we got the yeah. story that Sony's increasing the price of the PlayStation 5, which is... I mean, look, they cited um, inflation and this and that and the other, but then they very conveniently were like, well, the US isn't going to get the price hike. Yeah. Just the rest mm-hmm. of you plebs, not the US, <laughs> which kind of just invalidated the entire thing, didn't it? Like, right. had they raised the price in the US as well, I may have believed the inflation yeah. excuse. Yeah. This just felt to me part greed, part we need to get a cut of what the scalpers are getting. Yeah. Uh, we need to find a way to keep these things in stores for more than five minutes. Um, I thought it was purely just to, to retain their profit margins. I mean, because according to Sony, yeah, they're not too. losing money. That's yeah. right. Um, yeah. That's exactly right. So, I mean, I mean, look, we've already seen the response on online. Like, <laughs> it's crazy to me that we're seeing people not only defend it, but like almost cheerlead it. Yeah. Like they're yeah. actually like, yeah, like PlayStation's like the premium experience. Like you should be paying extra for it. Oh, God. You know, like- our, um, our good buddy Miles over at Windows Central had a great tweet earlier today, and it was basically like, um, you know, last generation we had uh, an example of the weaker console being sold for higher price, and it didn't pan out well. Yeah. And you know, 2022 has been wild, and I and I would like to think that we'd be in a logical world where that would repeat itself. I don't think no. that we're going to see the same thing. But the no. fact that you've got, I mean, you've got uh, Japanese gamers who are already, um, you know, basically uh, begging for Final Fantasy 16 to be on Steam because mm. they want to be able to play it and the, the cost of, of um, you know, the PS, PS5 being so much more expensive now. Um, mm. Just It's just not conducive to, a, a, you know, a world where your dollar is worth considerably less than it was two years ago, you know? Yeah. It feels like such yeah. a short-term play by Sony, in a way. You know what I mean? They were already mm. kind of losing the momentum. Yeah, they always had their games. Yeah, they always had their fan base. But something like this right now, especially when they're finally getting more consoles in stock, because they are. Yeah. I, I've been keeping track of PlayStations. I just picked one yeah, up only like a month ago, right? And mm. now, suddenly, you're like, oh, also, we're increasing the price again. It's just... It, after record after, profits. After record profits, right? Yeah. It's like, come on. And what are you... But not even in Canada... That. Yeah. Not only that, at the same time, we just saw that there's going to be PlayStation exclusive Harry Potter content. Yeah. There's so, that hold too. on. You're telling me you need to up the price because you can't afford to sell it at the original price, but then you're putting that money towards locking away content again. Yep. yep. So, again, just showing that they're full of shit. Like, they're just... This is... Yeah. And then, of course, Microsoft and Nintendo decided to... <laughs> poke a little bit um, and we're like well, we're not yeah. raising the prices well no actually did you hear mm-hmm. that their comment was basically the same thing sony said a few weeks ago because a no comment is the same thing as saying we're not doing something 
God, it's just, no, I, I, there's no plans, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, but remember when yeah. Sony was asked about this, what, three, four weeks ago? Because there were rumors. They, there were they rumors specifically ignored the, they just didn't respond. They didn't respond. There was at a all. massive, yeah, yeah, there was a massive yeah. difference. Both Nintendo and Microsoft said there are no, no plans, plans to yep. raise the price. Yep. It could still happen. Yeah. It, it, it very well could. I, mm-hmm. See, the, the way I personally see Microsoft approaching it is, what, and this is just personal opinion, I think the way they may do it later when all this blows over is they'll up the price on the X, but drop it on the yes. S and just make the S even more ridiculous value. Like I'm just not sure that they need to because in a way Game Pass is also meant as a, a way to subsidize that that concept, yeah I know right? I'm not saying I mean, they will I just think that right. if they were to do something I think yeah. that's the way they'd probably do it. Also, the nice were. thing yeah. about Microsoft is when they price their consoles, they price them at least here in Canada they take re- regions. Oh my God, res region regions into account. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. even before this price increase of the PS5. The five hundred dollar USD console was still cheaper. Xbox is still cheaper here than the PlayStation by like thirty yeah. bucks. No, Obviously now it's even more so. So I feel like mm, uh, yeah. if they were gonna do it, they would have. They wouldn't do regional pricing either. You know, it's kind of like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, they were the same price here. They were both seven fifty here. Yeah. Um, the PS Five is now going up to eight hundred eight hundred dollars oh, here. God. Yeah, lucky I got mine. <laughs> I got my digital day one. It's. The early adopters actually win for once with the PlayStation 5. And I was right? saying, that's that's the other thing, too, is like the digital edition is non-existent in North uh, America. So, it's so It's non-existent to, everywhere. Yep. And right, it's, it's not right. just non-existent. So for them to even, it's intentionally not being, like it's the, the from what we've seen, the numbers of, of uh, DEs produced versus disc versions yeah. is what, like 1 to 20? Yeah, the digital like, the digital was a marketing ploy. Yes. They just wanted yeah, to be able to say four ninety nine. They yep. just wanted to be able to say we have a PlayStation Five at four ninety nine, with no we, intention of no, having yeah, yeah. the major yeah, skew. Yeah. Hmm. The Australian dollars are weird. Yeah, exactly, oh, sorry, right? three nine. Sorry, three ninety nine. Four ninety nine. Three ninety nine. Three ninety nine US. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Got my numbers it's, mixed up. It's not. It's multiple levels of, of scumminess in a way. First off, we had the uh, the quest increase in price, right? But I just sold mine. They told us. They told us. Oh, really? <laughs> they yeah, told I just us sold my quest in advance. Hey, by the way, in August, the price is going up. Guess what I did? I went and I bought it before it went up by 150 bucks here. Right? Yeah. Why not? Sony's effective immediately. How does that work? Right. You just send a message to all the retailers and, hey, by the way, make sure you don't sell this at this MSRP. It's going up again. Like, yeah, they would. Yeah, that's exactly, they would just exactly send an email. what happens. They would just yeah. send an email to the stores saying, by the way, change the ticket price. Yep. That's one aspect. And then the other aspect is, is, as someone who's been keeping an eye on literally every single PlayStation drop in my country for the last, like, six, seven months, because I'm waiting for it to get a specific retailer, which I did, they have, like, 95% of the drops are a bundle with either a controller, yeah, Horizon Forbidden West, or both. Mm. Yep. And that jacks the price up at least 150 bucks. So they already, mm. they're already doing that for all their, all their consoles, and now they're increasing the price again. It's just... Uh, I don't know how anyone... Anyone can defend this. And yeah, I get the reasonings. I get the inflation aspect. Who gives a crap? I'm not working at Sony. I'm not an executive. Even mm. if I own Sony stock, it's, this isn't going to do much for it, right? Like, mm. I'm the consumer. This damages me. This hurts me. Guess what? I'm going to speak out about it. Like, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's just funny. Yeah, the, the response, amount of... Isn't it? Yeah. 
yeah, it's it's pretty telling. It's really telling. Like when but, when but Microsoft no was right? about to double the price of gold, yep. uh-huh. the backlash to that from Xbox fans was borderline universal. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you may have seen the idiot here and there on Twitter saying blah 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 blah, but it was borderline universal backlash to that. So much so that Microsoft responded like a day or two later. I think within twenty four yeah. hours they had changed it. Yeah, it was I'm pretty sure insanely just... quick. Yeah, yeah, it was super. Whereas fun. everybody on the team was super. I mean, we were all on the same page too. We even wrote about it. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You just don't Whereas see that with. <laughs> As I've said on this podcast a million times before, Sony has this army of what are essentially (laughs) astroturfers, viral marketers, whatever you want to call them, that are there ready to get the sword and shield out Mm -hmm. to do whatever needs to be done. Like some of the stuff I've seen on Twitter is just insane. It's like, yeah, man, like Sony is the premium experience. (laughs) Like... (laughs) You should charge me eighty dollars for their games. Yep. So right. you should, you should, yeah. and that's the other thing. It comes on the back of them charging extra yes. for games this yep. generation as well. Like it's just like if, if you're Sony, it's why insane. wouldn't you? Right? You increase the price of the games. People didn't mind. In fact, you had people cheering yeah. on. So hey, that's why right. not increase the price of the console? Because clearly, people will still be okay with it. It's just yep. Uh... Yeah, I mean, you know. There's a there's a term that one of our uh, our loyal readers more likes to use for for fans of the PlayStation, which I'll avoid. But it's not too dissimilar from what we see in politics, right? I mean, there there's a certain group of people that that literally can um, can get away with murder and stealing nuclear yeah. secrets. I mean, that's essentially that's essentially what what Sony does. They can they can get away with charging you extra for for taking away value for your dollar. Yep. Um, repeatedly and not get any flack for it yeah you know? said this we've said this stuff a hundred times like <clears throat> and and honestly mm-hmm. like sony's a business so if you right. think you can get away with it why wouldn't you exactly it's, it's right it's free and, money it's ultimately free money like right and and the thing well, is like those fans should want they should be as as you know fervent uh for these type of things from sony as xbox fans are from xbox because it's what made yep. xbox better Right? Exactly. It's why we have Game Pass. It's why we have Series X. It's why we had the One X. It's why we have, you know, why they're why they bought Bethesda. Why they bought a bunch of studios and are still buying. Like, yeah. it's to increase value to their their customers. Like, Sony repeatedly does the opposite, and people steer, <laughs> still cheer it on. And it's this yeah. weird. But but Sony has shown, like Microsoft, they'll respond. There was one mm-hmm. time, one time where we got. Almost universal backlash, and that was Horizon Forbidden West upgrade. That was the only time we got almost universal backlash to a move Sony made. And guess what Sony did? They went back on it. They made it. They made a discretionary one-time modification. But yeah, but yeah, you're right. If 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 we would consistently see that kind of backlash from anti-consumer decisions that they they make, we would probably see a better Sony. We would probably see. Um, you know, a, a better just better experience. for all of us. And, Even that yeah, PAL exactly. thing with the, uh, the the backwards compatible games, people push back on that hard because why the hell are NA games running in PAL, right? Fifty frames or no mm, reason. Right. They yeah, push. Yeah. They change that too. Yep. <sighs> they respond. That's why I find it weird that they have so many bootlickers because they do <laughs> respond to backlash, just like most companies do. You know what? It's yep. I, in a way, I feel like they're scared 
they're like, listen, Sony makes these phenomenal industry leading experiences. I don't want to mess with that at all. So whatever they do, they're doing it right. Let's not say anything Whoa. or do anything. Allegedly, Sony's going to mess with that themselves, aren't they? When they yeah, put all exactly. their games day one on PlayStation <laughs> Plus. They're going to oh, mess with wait. that quality themselves, aren't they? And, and PC. <laughs> yeah, and PC. Like, yeah, yeah it's just... Man, all I'm, all I'm going to say is I am glad I got my PS5 when yeah. I did. Usually I regret being an early adopter. Usually. Yeah. Um, but um, good old Jimbo, he uh, <laughs> made me very happy to be it an early adopter. It does ask the question, though, why didn't they increase it in the States besides just the backlash? Well, that's uh, the question, isn't it? The competitive that, that market. Just, yeah, that just also probably happens to be the market where maybe <laughs> Xbox is probably either neck and neck or just ahead. Don't want to give mm -hmm. Xbox more of an advantage in the US, do we? But that, yep. see, to me, that just makes it dodgier. Like, all you're doing is effectively admitting that it's a, it's a greed move. And that's right. all it is. Because if it was legitimately about manufacturing costs going up and inflation and all these other things, then it would be universal. They would have upped it everywhere. They would have just said, "Look, guys, we're sorry, but we've got no choice here. We have to do it." Yeah. But the fact that they did it everywhere except the US is just so. What inflation does it exist in the US? It's just not right. a thing in the US. God. <laughs> like even in Canada, I compared right. So in Canada, our dollar has basically stayed the same the last three years right? Mm. Our inflation is lower than the States. It's still high, but it's lower than the States. Yet ours still mm. went up, but it only went up $20. Not the full 50 mm. or 60 in other regions. Only only 20 bucks. Why? Mm. Is it is this a competitive market too, maybe? It's just like, yes. they're so transparent in, in certain ways, you know? That's, yeah. that's And that's what just makes it a little <laughs> bit slimy. Like yeah. It just, it just, uh, it's just a little bit gross. That's all. Yeah. It's just a little bit. It's crazy. nasty. Yeah, uh, for it's anyone nasty. watching, um, and you haven't already, please take a quick look at the like button. It really helps yes. out with uh, the viewership. And I don't have a fancy way of saying yep. it like like John does, so I'm not gonna try. <laughs> you know, hit that like button, subscribe, <laughs> the bell. Jesse usually brings up that little notification thing, and the mouse moves over and goes click, click, click. Isn't that what you have, it's... Jesse? Yes. Oh yeah. You know, yeah I've been I've been running it. Dan, you, you yeah. talked about it, right? Where it's like Xbox users complained their Xbox One is too weak. Hey, guess what? Microsoft made a commitment to themselves. We are never going to have the weaker console again. Done. Yeah. They complained yep. there are no games. Guess what? They invested like yep. crazy into buying studios and making more games. It's clear yeah. response from feedback. And if Sony fans yeah. realize yeah. this... And it's, and it's, you know, it's universal. Daniel's a robot. Hello? Daniel just went full re robot, like yeah, I normally used to do. Refresh. Yeah, yeah, refresh. I don't know. Maybe he just went. <laughs> like... I just throw myself in front while we wait for him. To yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just went full. So that's how I used to sound, right? Yes, that uh, was. Yeah. Bloody hell! That's okay, how I go. used to sound, wasn't it? Oh, I'm gonna blame Comcast. Full on. We we haven't heard that for a while, and the thing is, Daniel Daniel's on a on a Mac, aren't you on a Mac? Yeah, I am. Wow, yeah. it's Streamyards. A... Streamyards interaction with microphones can be weird. I'm gonna say that, and the fact that Comcast is like all over the place these days here. So, 
Lovely. Well, I was, um, I'm anyway, just glad it wasn't God. me for once. I did Do make I a new thing, though. Now? I can throw myself in front whenever I want. <laughs> That's nice. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's just PlayStation fans, man. They eat this up, and then they wonder, why is why are they doing this? Right? And maybe this will be the wake-up call. Maybe. It won't, okay. because next week they'll show the show or announce whatever, and... Oh yeah, now. like that 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 and, showcase announcement has to be imminent. Like yeah, they yeah. they've got to cover up this news somehow. Um, but although speaking of covering up the news, Tom Henderson did show that. So yeah. we got the announcement that Discord party slash voice chat was coming to Xbox. It's already here. that's supposed to also be coming to PlayStation as well. I thought the Discord for, on Xbox was only for the insiders. It is my bad. I, I ended up signing up for yeah. Insider just so I could use it. It ah, works pretty okay. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's at like yeah. not like the deepest tier anymore. It's already at like I don't Omega, know. I think, but I'm not alpha. I know that pretty much any tier is, from what I remember. Oh, yeah, okay. I okay. think. Yeah, one of mine's on Omega, and I've got it. I, I think it's pretty close to releasing, like within a, like a month or so. I'd say. Oh, Maybe. I hope I don't so. Know, but, but it's great that it's coming to PlayStation yes. as well. Yes. Now we're that step closer to like cross-platform party yes. chat which yeah. is amazing <laughs> like now we just need nintendo who's still stuck in 1947 to like god yeah get on like you know, because N nintendo's voice chat solution is utter stupidity where you've got like <laughs> the connection to the adapter and the connection to your phone oh and then god. the connection to the tv next door and then there's a connection down the street <laughs> And then, and then somebody holding rabbit chat. ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The tin cans at either end with the string. <laughs> oh and my god! Then you get the voice chat on Nintendo Switch. Mm. Just Nintendo just needs to let a third party yes. just take that shit yes. over. Just like, yeah. Just say to Discord, and, you know what, guys, have at it, have at it, you know, go for it. You do our party chat for us, or just give it to Microsoft. Just be like, seriously. I, Come on, Microsoft, you take care of our party chat. No worries. You guys do it. You already like, use some Microsoft features on the on the Switch, right? If you're playing like an Xbox game or no? Minecraft. Well, Xbox Dungeons. Live, yeah. The, the sign has, in. A, has Xbox Live signed in? I mean, mm -hmm. Fortnite just like went around it completely. Yeah, they're like, all, that's the know, thing. That. Like in Fortnite, if you've got headphones with a mic, you can just. It just works. Game chat. It just works. Oh my god! What is like Nintendo doing? I know Nintendo <laughs> you know, is just that, the worst for that stuff. Like that uh, that cross-platform, you know, ideal world is is uh, kind of a perfect segue for the the Bloomberg because that's one of the yep. things that he talked about in that interview yep. was, um, you know, yes. building a you know breaking down these barriers these these arbitrary barriers that used to be. Um, they're out of necessity that really aren't these days. Um, you know, you still have people who want to kind of like thrive on console wars, but from a technological standpoint and from a, you know, pro-consumer standpoint, you don't need those anymore. You can still, obviously Nintendo has proven, um, you know, you can still, uh, you know, welcome other publishers that normally wouldn't be on your platform, uh, you know, mm. platform holders and still succeed and, and vice versa. But. Yeah, his wording was still very <clears throat> careful. Like, right? He, I I understand and agree with the idea of breaking down barriers. Like, it, it, he's right. It's silly that I can't talk to my friends because of the piece of plastic I chose. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, well, and he we specified the have... difference between crossplay and like yes. the exclusives. You know, misconstruing yep, comment right. that that people took out of out of uh, <laughs> you know out of context. And that's there, the thing. But... Like, he wasn't. I don't think he was saying we're going to see less 
I don't think he said we were going to see less console exclusives in so much as everything's going to be multiplayer. He was allude. I think he was alluding to we're not going to have as many console exclusives, but we are still going to have platform exclusives. Yeah. Because if you look, both Microsoft and Sony have remote play, have streaming, have PC releases. So both, I mean, Microsoft has well and truly established their ecosystem now, and Sony is work- working towards their new right. ecosystem, which includes PC. So yeah, I took some dumb. notes. Yeah, and I took yeah, some notes from that. And, and um, you know, the the piece that people seem to be misconstruing is that they they removed everything else from that because what he talked about was wasn't like you said, Nick. It wasn't a like we're going to release everything on everything. It was a a transformation from he specifically said from a per device to per user. So yeah, that, you know, just like we already have we already have this world that that people are mm. like extrapolating to mean something that it doesn't we already have this world with with xcloud right we already have this world with game pass and the fact that uh uh, multiple entitlements right that i can play my game on xbox and then go play on my pc or play on xcloud on my mobile device that's already what he's specifically talking about when he said transformation from per user or per device to per user um and so you know the fact that people took that out of context is is not at all surprising no. but it's still disappointing <laughs> so yeah but people um, are always going to twist like it's sort of like that um brainstorm green eagle thing you're going to hear yeah. whatever it is you want to hear depending on the right. frequency you're hearing it at and whatever your right. mind is telling you so like i i heard his call of duty comments and instantly thought, yep, COD's going to get locked down eventually. Yeah, and others he's, he's... heard it. And were like, oh, we're... COD's staying multi-plat forever. It's like... Yeah. I mean, I he he, so. he skirted that really carefully when he was like, well, you yeah. know, I can't say forever that it'll, that it'll <laughs> be on, on PlayStation in perpetuity. Um, you know, that was, that was another comment. I think people still forget. ABK hasn't got through yet. Right. They yeah. can't really yeah. say anything about ABK. Yeah. What, what can they say about a company that's independent and they don't own? Well, like, yeah, legally they can't. And and they even asked, uh, you know, I thought the, in the interview, um, right? Emily Chang yeah. was, was a great interviewer because she specifically asked about Bobby, Bobby Kotick. If yep. he was going to be gone, you know, once the deal's gone. And oh, he le- legally cannot say yet. Can't say. So yep. yeah, and so that's what that's what he was saying. Is like you know I can't say, and this is the same thing with with what's specifically going to happen with each game, each franchise. Mm. They legally cannot say until uh, until it's out and until yep. the deal's done. And obviously, um, he said he felt good about where where it is in the uh, regulatory process right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and and for all intents and purposes, we we're aware that it's it's moving some some of the. Um, I think it's EU and some of the other places are the first or second week of September is when their deadline for comments mm. um, is going to be. So, so we already know well, the first domino. You know, fe- the first domino fell. Yeah, Saudi, Saudi Arabia. Arabia. Saudi Arabia yep. has approved it, so that's why. Right. So yep. we're still kind of on track for my, John and I's <laughs> September slash October prediction. Uh, I said before November. I so I'm I'm in that same same group. We're still in that. That's the window. That, like, yeah. let's call it fall. Let's just yeah. call the window fall. It, we're still mm. on track for a fall conclusion 
to ABK going through. I just thought Phil's comments were very, very interesting. What's um, interesting is also is he specifically in the interview he emphasized um, two things that they bought ABK for. Right, one was mobile with King, and the other was PC push with Blizzard. That was interesting because I hadn't seen him mention that specifically before, which makes me think that maybe the COD part of the deal, it's big, obviously. Maybe mm. it's not as big as we might think it is for them. You know what I mean? Like for their long-term plans. Well, or I mean, maybe he's just not saying playing, that. <laughs> he's playing the game. They're also playing a little bit of politics, but also, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's not, it's not a zero sum, right? In the sense yeah. that COD is definitely important, but you know, I didn't realize how huge Candy Crush was still. Yeah. Until yeah, I was yeah, looking yeah. at the, the finances of massive. It. Same thing. Same thing with Wow. Same thing with Diablo. Mm -hmm. Like your your mm. your primary um, populace is still on PC. Overwatch, PC. You know, so so mm. he's not lying when he says yeah. that you know PC and mobile's a massive uh, uh, push for Reason. ABK, and and for a lot in a lot of ways, like when people say, I think we have a community question about like why didn't they go over these uh, over to these publishers instead for the same amount of money? And it, a lot of it has to do with the fact that nobody has that consistent draw in the mm. diversification that the ABK yep. does. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, I think you're right, Ursula. I think that, that it's, um, you know, it's, it's not I mean, also that it's also that. So call of duty is not just call of duty anymore, right? It hasn't been for what, two and a half, three years or so mm -hmm. you have Warzone, mm -hmm. mobile. and then you have the multiplayer components mm. and you have the mobile. And the mobile too, of course, yeah. But even like disregarding mm -hmm. mobile for a bit, Warzone, just the console game, is one of the most popular games on the planet. One of the most profitable yep. games on the planet. If you check, it's consistently top three, top four, top five for like its entire existence. We've mm -hmm. only seen two CODs, I think, released during that time. But neither of them have obviously been as popular consistently as Warzone has. So right. when I look into the future, like 2024 or 5, 26, those bi-yearly or yearly COD releases are no longer as like insanely important for ABK's revenue as mm. they used to be, right? Because they already have the, the big fish, the big kahuna, which is Warzone, making them no, so much that's money. That's not the big fish. The big fish is COD Mobile. Fair enough. That is, yeah. that is by far the biggest <laughs> moneymaker in that franchise. But I mean, specifically from like the console, like PlayStation's like, Tencent oh my God, they're going to... that. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, of course they do. T but like PlayStation's... uh timmy yeah actually i think it's timmy t-i-m-i yeah i think it's them i think it's them like worry right of oh they're gonna take cod away from us even if they make the multiplayer games or the campaigns exclusive a few they years will. later which honestly I, I think they will as well i know abe doesn't but I, I still think they do it's not as big of this of a hit as so many people online seem to think right now Maybe it'll be a little different this year because we're finally getting a good COD, or or so we assume, right? Oh, Modern I can't wait for Modern Warfare. I just hope that I destroy the launcher like they did Modern <laughs> Warfare's. Like, oh, with all like the three things put together. Yeah, yeah. like I, yeah. I bought Modern Warfare, right? I just, yeah, I bought yeah. the deluxe edition day one, pre-ordered it. First time I've done that since 2016 with Uncharted Four. <laughs> Damn. Whoa. And and like. It's now an unrecognizable app. It's not even yes, Modern yep. Warfare anymore. It's now yeah, the yeah. they've just completely overrun it with Warzone and Modern Warfare. The game I bought is now buried inside of it. Yeah, yeah. They yep. they have they cannot do that to Modern Warfare Two. Like they have Warzone no. now as its own thing. Let Warzone mm -hmm. Two be its own launcher and let Modern Warfare Two be the game I buy. Yeah, it has to be. It, yeah. 
it's 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 especially frustrating if you have like Vanguard and and yeah. Modern Warfare oh. because the, like it's and not it's not consistent. Yeah, it's yeah. not consistent, yeah, right? Because like okay, <laughs> so I have the next gen version of Vanguard, but it launches the Modern Warfare launcher to get it's so yeah. bad it's so <laughs> obtuse like oh. it, it's it's bad and but... you can't tell what you have installed what you don't have installed especially on the playstation oh my 4, god which is where i tried playing it once it's, oh it's so god. bad it's so it'll be really interesting to place. see like let's say december this year right let's see i want to see the most played charts in xbox and i want to see where modern warfare 2 ranks amongst like warzone right will it overtake mm -hmm. it for a bit will it still go back down uh, we'll see how that goes yeah mm. Yeah. Um, I had some other notes that I thought yeah, uh, you know, really quick. Um, you know, he had, he had some great uh, comments that weren't directly related to ABK and some of the other things like, you know, obviously the unions uh, discussion was brought up and mm. I thought he had a great answer. You know, obviously we, we know that uh, Microsoft has um, specifically said that they will recognize the Ravensoft uh, yeah. union. Mm -hmm. And mm. Uh, we've seen uh, other members of the Microsoft leadership team basically say, Hey, you know, we are not going to stand in the way of, of um, you know, Xbox employees wanting to, to unionize. And, and Phil reiterated that when he said that we didn't view this as an isolated thing, you know, in the sense mm. that we wanted to make a public stance to say, hey, look, if, if this is what our employees need to feel safe and to feel like their um, their representation is valued, then then we're for it. And I thought that's especially you know, given what we've seen with some of the other tech giants, I think that's a, a massively important thing to, 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 you know, touch on and to, to applaud, because again, when we ask, uh, when we, we, we demand better, we should be getting better. And that's one of the things I think uh, Phil especially has been doing great with, with Xbox. Um, you know, he, he touched on the metaverse. Uh, yes, that was a fun he, answer. He's, he specifically <laughs> he touched said, on NFTs you know, as well. He did. Little, yeah, that was my yeah. next note. Yeah. He's, so he said, mm -hmm. you know, for the metaverse, gamers have been in the metaverse for 30 years. Like we've already yes. had our avatars. We've already had our shared world. So, so yes. he's, he's, it seemed like he's tepid on it. Um, so definitely the same with crypto. He specifically said that, um, you know, games that are built for NFT, uh, basically they're taking that old like gold farmer, um, you know, yeah. what we used to see with, with, uh, you know, wow and stuff like that in, in China, yeah, for example. Game. Yeah. Yeah, and he's, you know, he basically said you're taking that element and making players a workforce, and so he's, yes. uh, you know, he's definitely taking a stance against it. I think he's, he thinks that there's a, a world where there's, you know, some form of crypto um, involvement that isn't. Yeah, he, um, he, he said he wouldn't so completely dismiss new yeah, technologies. Right. right. Um, but at, like at the moment, they're, they're predatory. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's wary of turning the player base into a free labor workforce yeah. type yeah. of thing, right? Which is exactly. fair enough. I mean, you um, see who pushes the the crypto games, and you're like, yeah, it's a bunch of suits or a bunch of like uh, Silicon Valley like investors, yeah. right? VCs looking for just yeah money from us. It's like, well, chill. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's no, there's no. Uh, they There's obviously no have no idea how game development works, how exactly. game engines yeah, work, right. how any of that stuff works. So right. all they see is the opportunity for dollars and yep. that's it. That's the interview is another... Sorry, I just... Uh, go ahead, Dan. 
Um, I, no, go for it, man. I was just. I was just saying the, next the interview is just another, another, um, notch in the wall for hey, Phil's a person. He's not just some dude in a suit, right? Yes, he's not my friend. He does work for a trillion dollar company. Blah blah blah. It's a business, right? He's not just a PR guy. You look at the interview. You talk about he talks about how he started off gaming on like. The Commodore? I don't. Well, I don't know what the old stuff was. Well, uh, the Atari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Atari. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You're so young. <laughs> <laughs> but like he talks about that, and like even when he brought up like Gold Farmers, I'm like, yeah, this is someone who's actually you know like played this. He talked about how he has been caught playing games during meetings for, by Nadella. I, I made a note of that too. Yeah, and that's <laughs> the thing. Like Phil is the reason he's so likable is because he's. It seems at least that he's genuine, right? Like yes. we know him yes. as as a guy who started out at a what a CompUSA or something like that, yeah. uh, selling computer games to interning at Microsoft to to being a developer, and now to where he's at and to being um, on the Xbox Era podcast. Yeah, when he was high like, for we, podcast. There we you got go. to talk to him before <laughs> and after, and he was exactly what he was just really nice. He's yeah, that was like before and after. That was, he's I'm just pretty seemed, sure like, that was the high point of his career. Yeah, definitely. He's like, he'd be peaked so. right there. That was. I don't think he's had a moment that you know. Impactful. What took me by surprise um, was when he talked about how he really separates his work and uh, private life. I didn't expect that. I'll be honest. I thought someone like Phil in his job position would be basically working twenty four seven, constantly taking meetings, mm. constantly taking calls. There is no. Oh, he is, stop. but it's playing Destiny too. Yeah. <laughs> It's not. Yeah. It's it's like if he's not at work, work as in nine to five work, he's then playing games when he gets home, and it's usually Destiny. That's his job, oh, man. And <laughs> it was I, a good I interview. Yeah, yeah, it was a really good interview, especially like you know we talk about we often you know especially somebody who's on the acquisition thread all the time. We always talk about oh who are they going to get next, all that kind of stuff. But the one of the things that I thought was was great to hear him talk about was that their goal not just in acquisitions or anything like that but their goal in in um kind of fomenting a development environment is to expand their geographic and yes. demographic diversity yes. right so they're talking about africa being a, mm. a continent of more than a billion people and how like he thinks he still says this you know for multiple times now that that he thinks that you know we're going to see the next big revolution of game development from from africa mm. yeah and the you know he he talks about how it's you know the cloud is part of that that kind of that game plan, not just because it gives players the ability to to kind of play and in, in, you know without when they hardware. may not have had yeah without hardware, but the the cloud tools that they're developing now um, into you know the game dev uh, the GDK so that developers can can play or can develop again without necessarily having local hardware. And that How right cool there is that? such a massive, that's mm. huge. How I mean, cool is that? You can develop a game. Let's say theoretically, you can develop a game without ever owning an Xbox and you can play that game on it. It's just, it's so cool. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's super cool, especially because it, it really does, you know, it really lowers the barriers for, um, you know, a, a, what used to require thousands and thousands yes. of dollars to, to get into yeah. the game to be able to develop now doesn't. Um, and the, the fact that they, they want to be on that forefront, I think is, is pretty cool. But, um, oh, the other, the uh, last note that I made that was really awesome was that, you know, in this, for some of us that still work remotely, some of us that work in a hybrid environment or some mm. that are back in the office, you know, he, 
he specifically said that for him, uh, working in the office is like you said, Ursula is how he, he separates his personal mm. from work and for him it works. But he specifically said that people have to work in a way that works for them when he yeah. was asked if, if he wants everybody back in the office. And I think having a, a executive at his level in a corporation at that size saying that, um, is massive because I think that, you know, we, that's one of the things that we still deal that we still deal with is, is, what does the return to work look like? When does it happen? Does mm. it happen universally? So the fact that you've got one of the largest corporations in the world having their leadership saying, look, you know, it seems like it's at least it seems like it's a choice of the, the employee. Yeah. Yeah. That's massive. Mm. Um, and it'll be massive for recruiting really resonated. too. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Future. I mean, yeah, I, I could speak to that one, but I don't want to get in trouble. So. <laughs> I mean, we had, was it Sawyer that brought up where he's like, listen, places that are going to like not accepting remote work, good luck in the future or forcing people yeah. to come back into the office. The world yeah, yeah. changed, man. Absolutely. COVID changed the world. It's just reality. You can't Very put the toothpaste so. back in the tube. Yeah. But no, I thought it was a good interview and it was funny to see people glean what they wanted to. Right. From yeah. that interview. <laughs> Well, if you take um, if you take three words and then remove the rest of the sentence, you can kind of make that, you know, whatever mm. determination you want from it. Yeah, but, very much what? so. So moving from the ABK yeah. acquisition, Amazon. So <laughs> this was a bit, this was interesting yesterday. Like out of nowhere, we um, suddenly had reports of, uh-oh, Amazon's about to announce that they're buying EA and everyone's like, whoa, things are about to get very, very spicy. Um, and that was reported on by G L H F. I want to say good luck. Have fun. Have fun. Yeah. Good luck. Have fun. That according to their sources, Amazon were about to announce that they were buying EA, which was quite swiftly. Like an hour, like an hour and a half, maybe. Well, yeah, Yeah. stuff like that usually takes a day or so. This was like an hour or so. Um, Yeah, I just, I found that interesting. Like, you know, I was was talking to Kirk, and as you all saw, Kirk's in the Discord now. (laughs) Like, (laughs) something like Amazon buying EA, that doesn't just come from nowhere. Right, yes. it's, It's like... To those that I saw dumping all over Kirk, it's not like Kirk just woke up and, made and it was up. like, you know what? I'm just going to decide that Amazon's buying EA. That's right. just the thing I'm going to decide to say. He he would have got that info from sources who have given him good info in the past. Yeah. As yeah. someone and- with a little bit of experience in this area, <laughs> he would have got that info from someone he trusts who possibly right. got it from someone they trust or whatever the the only part of this that i reckon because because they were very specific they were like ea's and uh, amazon's announcing this today yeah but then a lot of the pushback was so much wasn't so much that amazon's not buying ea it was more that amazon's not announcing it today at this right. time yeah yeah I, I don't know i like i mean I still, when there's smoke there's mm, fire exactly I mean, that's I, right I'm, 
and and we already know too. I mean, it was on CNBC when um, I can't remember the the journalist who who reported on on it. You know, we already know that Comcast was looking to buy EA mm. and then bailed out. So, and they weren't even the only. Uh, you know, Apple was was uh, supposedly in in the running as well earlier in the year. Like we know that that people are looking to buy EA, and EA mm. is not necessarily saying no. So. Yep. Yeah. Um, you did have that weird uh, tweet or message by uh, just forgot his name, Tom Wilson, Wilson something, uh, the CEO of EA. Oh, Andrew Wilson. Oh. Andrew Wilson. Hey, that's pretty close. No, <laughs> he was he like, uh, "We are. In, we will soon be the largest independent publisher in the world, or something like that." <laughs> mm. Yeah, I just because EA well, yeah, appears to be exactly <laughs> EA. EA appears to be open. To yeah. the idea of being acquired well and amazon oh, yeah. unlike well, well amazon unlike google yeah amazon appear to still be forging ahead with their gaming endeavors yeah they understand right. it's not a, a sprint right Go where google's just like yeah we're out like we're not <laughs> yeah. interested <laughs> like, Typical google we're not gonna behavior. do this anymore and it would <laughs> fit with amazon really well ea has a lot of variety in what they do and they have a lot of IP for um, a, a company that's clearly pushing more and more and more into video game IP when it comes to uh, multimedia stuff, you know? Yes, but my question is, this is the interesting question. So Amazon has a streaming service that they're pushing mm. in Luna, right. which isn't even available in Australia. Um, I don't. I don't think it's even out yet properly. Is it? I think it's still some beta form. Or is it? I mean, it's it's available to to buy hardware, and I mean, it's. I haven't heard anything about it in like months. Well, that's the thing. I mean, that's that's why I'm I'm. If if they were if uh, they were to buy, yeah, <laughs> it, it would very. Much, I, I don't think it would it would amount to exclusives at all. I think you'd get incentives yeah. on Luna. But I don't. I think even Amazon's aware that their, you know, their Luna platform is still not um, uh, matured to the point that they. I think they, they think is profitable long term. So I mm. don't think they would make anything. So so why people are freaking out about it, I don't know. Based on the fact that uh, you know, Amazon most likely would not. Uh, make make it, in my determination, yeah, I don't think they would make it. It was funny seeing some responses where it's like, well, at least better Amazon than Microsoft. Why? Microsoft knows really? what it's doing in the gaming scene. What the hell does Amazon know right now? <laughs> Come on, boys. I mean, oh, Amazon yeah. bought Double Helix. Have we yeah. heard then, from Double then, Helix in no. the last five years? Yep. Like, Double Helix were on the verge of becoming a top tier studio. Like, yep. they, they just had back to back the amazing Strider. Yeah. And Killer Instinct back to back. They were on the verge of becoming one of the top tier studios, and then Amazon buys them and just turns them to nothing. Only one of Microsoft's like, biggest misses, I want to say. Oh, but yeah. the problem was that was happening at a time when Microsoft yeah. was on the verge yeah, of was... pulling the plug on Xbox altogether. Yeah, God exactly. Damn. Like the the last thing they were going to do was buy <sighs> a studio. Like yeah, it had had. We just shifted things over by a few years. Double Helix would probably be an Xbox game studio right now. Yeah, um, <laughs> crazy. That's what I mean. Like, had had everything just happened a few years ahead, <laughs> Double Helix a hundred percent would have been one of their targets. Yeah, yeah. Because um, they they were 
a great studio. Like, I don't know if any of you have played Strider, 2013 Strider. Yeah, oh, yeah. I played it a bit. Yeah, I bought it day one. So good. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. So good. I mean, so, I'm probably, uh, probably going to get skewered, but I even liked, uh, they made uh, Silent Hill uh, Homecoming for the, the consoles. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that was a pretty damn good one after seeing a string of really shitty Silent Hill games. That Silent Hill thing I didn't know. I just the two main ones obviously was Killer Instinct and Strider. And Strider I yeah. loved. Strider I thought was So Double yeah, Helix awesome. were the studio that did the first season, right? Like like the like they created right. the first, first season of Killer okay. Instinct. And then well, Iron I mean, Galaxy took over. We say, we say first season. They made the Killer Instinct. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. then after they got bought, Iron Galaxy took over for okay. seasons two yeah. and three. Okay. But the foundation of what makes Killer yeah. Instinct Killer Instinct is it's all double helix. By double helix. Wait, so um, these are the guys that made that one uh, movie time game, right? Where they built the the base engine off of. Because I watched the documentary, amazing documentary about Killer Instinct 2013. Yeah. And they talked about that a little bit. Mm, I might watch that yeah. again. Uh, I mean, Battleship? Is that the one you're thinking? No, of? no, it was... I'll, I'll look it up. You guys keep going. <laughs> um, oh, okay. yeah, I, I, just... I pulled up their page specifically to make sure I wasn't crazy. Because, yeah, they, they built G.I. Joe, Front Mission Evolved, Silent Hill Homecoming, Green Lantern, Rise of the Manhunters, Battleship, Killer Instinct, Strider, and then nothing. Mm. Hmm. They've done nothing since, which is a shame. 24... I think uh, it was Green Lantern was what I was thinking of. Okay. The Green and Lantern... I would wager yeah, a lot of that team's gone. Like yeah, yeah. a lot of that, a lot of what made up Double Helix when Amazon bought them, a lot of that, that's probably gone now. I, I feel like yeah, that's probably something, it. yeah, that's like a reality of just game dev in general. Like, even from one game to another, even from like, say, Uncharted 1 to Uncharted 2, like, we think, yeah, it's made by the same studio, but chances are a lot of that studio left during that time because that's what people do. They don't stay at the same workplace mm. for 10, 15 well, years. Right, there's a difference between like your normal reg uh, migratory pattern of of game devs right across the industry, and then there's there's an an issue where you've got a developer a development studio that's basically in a holding pattern. Yes, for eight yeah. years. Like you can't you can't thrive. I mean, for people who don't just want to paycheck to paycheck, like and want to actually build something, I don't think you can thrive in an environment like that. So, yeah. especially if you're using a proprietary mm. engine, right? Yeah. So, question mm. then. Let's let's live in the in a, in a hypothetical world where Amazon does end up buying EA. Let's just live in that space for a sec. <laughs> Do you think that as soon as the contract is up, they take EA Play off Game Pass? Yeah, yeah, I I, I, I think reckon so. Too. Amazon yeah. is a direct competitor to Microsoft. Yes. They are not going to play nice with Microsoft. No way. Yeah, I I think they're going to basically bundle it into their Luna service. Like into I think, Luna. yeah. Mm. Yeah, they're gonna. I mean, obviously, they're gonna still make it available to Xbox and PlayStation, but they're not gonna have it bundled in with anything. Well, hold on, would they? Madden, yes, because Madden would be part of just like MLB wants everything everywhere. Mm -hmm. The NFL would want Madden everywhere, but FIFA's not FIFA anymore. Well, that's true. I mean, you could use... yeah, they're not I, beholden to is... FIFA's demands anymore. Right. I don't think it's about the demand. I think it's about, I mean, I don't think it's about the demand of the, the license provider. I think it's about the demand of the Luna service. And, mm. and you know, I don't think that, um, cause, cause we all, you know, people talk about, Oh, FIFA is one of the biggest games in the, in the world every year. Yeah. But it's also available on fucking 12 platforms. Everything. 
if yeah. you if you nuke that to just Luna, good fucking luck. I mean, maybe yeah. I'm crazy, but I just do not see. The thing oh, is, God. like mm-hmm. we. We've seen so many. We've seen so many platform holders, so many tech giants. Like we've literally seen Google Stadia buy up studios and be like, "Oh well, Jade Raymond's next game is going to be only on Google." We've seen them do with that with how many how many different uh, Kojima's project was supposed to be with Google, and because their initial like you know big perks and big incentives didn't amass anything, they shut. They basically shut yep. down all yep. their first party development. I don't. Mm. I think Amazon's a little bit smarter, and I don't think that they would lock everything down to the Luna service, given how small the Luna you know footprint is. Cloud only, we're not there yet, and I'm not sure if we ever yeah. will be, to be honest. And you know? they're I mean, not I beholden to the FIFA overall organization, but the FIFA player is one that they get all the likenesses yeah. and everything yeah. from. Yep. Would most likely still want it to make what they more money. Would probably so. do though is, as Britt mentioned, the actual service is really flipping cheap. Even if it leaves Game Pass, honestly, I wouldn't give a crap because I'll just pay thirty bucks a year. It's like nothing, right? But yeah. they would probably increase the cost of that. I want to say, even on console. Yeah, what and better I- way to get people on Luna though? Than FIFA being exclusive, yeah, like right. you're gonna force yeah. a lot of players yeah. onto Luna. <laughs> I mean, I, I I could see that if if their cloud mm. service was, you know, the, the thing is like, people say, oh well, people will play on anything, but I don't think that's actually true. I think based on what I've seen from from players' feedback on Stadia, on Luna, on XCloud, it does not. I, and Phil has spe- has specifically said this time and time again: the 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 local hardware, the local experience is always going to be at least for for the foreseeable future the mm-hmm. best way to play right and i mm. don't think a game like fifa that does still require you know a decent you know low latency yep. to yep. to be able to be played well i don't think i don't think it would have the uh, the the grab in a especially since luna isn't available anywhere near the 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 regions that no, it would not at all be. Yeah, that's the other issue too. Competitive in the same way that FIFA is today on 12 platforms. Yeah. I could see them doing it with like their other games though, Mass Effect or Bioware games in general. Yeah. Sure, maybe leverage those, but not the big mm. ones. Even if Microsoft maybe, bought Maybe EA, they make their own console. Yeah. See, that would make hey, sense. <laughs> They're really getting the money. It. They've I mean, got the money. I remember <laughs> EA were discussing at one point having their own console. See, that's the thing too. Like we've seen platform holders come and go left and right. Like yeah. I'm not necessarily sure that, you know, Microsoft is a is an exception. And so is Sony rather than the rule. We've seen how many you know, Neo Geo has had how many consoles? We've seen mm. um Atari. Uh Engage, Nokia, mm. like for people who mm, yeah. remember that shit. Um I mean I had one. we've had it. Yeah, I did too. We've had a fair number of of massive at the time massive tech giants try to enter the game space google stadia another perfect example where where they've they've they assume because they have the money that they can equate that to success but mm. as we've seen Pan- time panasonic time, even had a console panasonic, yeah, the I 3D think yep, yep. Mm. I yep exactly oh i had a 3d even, i had one i did too they even had a partnership mm. with nintendo briefly how expensive um, were these old consoles like at the oh, time very expensive. 3DOs, yeah. yeah 3DOs, super expensive because oh, it was like one of the first expensive. 3ds 
they were making like, their own parts was the main thing. The 3DO was like 700 bucks or something oh, ridiculous. Yeah. Right. And then like Sega, Sega had this very short window of licensing out their hardware and JVC made a oh my God, JVC. Wonder, Wonder Mega, which was like a Mega Drive and a Mega CD. So instead of having the Tower yeah, of Power, CD. you had this all-in-one thing, which took both the cartridge and the and CD. Like the, so it, it was Sega's hardware. Yeah, it was Sega's hardware yeah. inside it, but on the outside, it was JVC's branding and casing and all that sort of stuff right. see see it was this very I'm showing small it to everyone. window where sega was like hey what what if we just let other companies make our stuff what if we do yeah. that <laughs> it didn't last long but it was it was what something the they flirted with man it's um, so it's not easy then right getting into the heart console no, space no I mean, that, even microsoft a, struggled a lot in fact they got lucky in a lot of ways with well, their, microsoft yeah, xbox well, well Microsoft, Microsoft also invested more than most would have. Yes. Yeah. Microsoft yeah. bled. They, they bled. Did. Yeah. And they went in knowing they were going to bleed. Mm. So if Amazon but they still do fight to... for it so badly. Like, yes. Uh, uh, well, mm. yeah. And Microsoft, with Microsoft, Microsoft worked doubly hard because Microsoft had the market leader actively fighting against <laughs> yeah. them. Where if Amazon were to come into the game now with a console, they wouldn't have Microsoft and Sony actively fighting against them. Sony maybe, (laughs) nah, because Sony that's not that's not where Sony puts their money now. Um, At least not in that. Yeah, at least not in that way. Um, So, so Microsoft. What Microsoft has done is more impressive because they had Sony actively fighting against them. Amazon, they'll all stand back and just let Amazon see what they're going to do and discover what they're getting into. Because like, it's what Google did, right? So, you know, mm-hmm. we all remember, you know, I gave Google Stadia two years and it's been about two years and they've effectively quit. Yeah, But like Google just thought they could just come in and... You know, we all remember the red carpet where they were talking about gaming history, but they were showing a bunch of failed consoles. Like they were (laughs) showing Ataris and the Dreamcast and this, that, the other. It's like it was an omen. They were already off to a bad start. They didn't even get to their own promises, like the YouTube play directly into it and stuff. Oh yeah, God, so much cool stuff that had they pulled it off would have actually been real cool. Um, Amazon would have to do it the Microsoft way. So if Amazon were going to get into the console space, they're going to be like, all right, we fully understand that for the next four years, we are going to bleed billions. We are going to bleed absolute billions. But as long as we make the right moves and push the right technologies and blah, 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 there'll be light at the end of the tunnel. We'll get through on the other side. And that's the bet Microsoft made. Microsoft were like, okay, we're going to bleed, but we're going to push for broadband we're going to push for online yep. gaming. We're going to push for persistent storage. We believe in these things and we're going to get through to the other side. And they did. Uh, Amazon will have to do it the same way. Amazon will have to say, you know, if they were to buy... Because again, we're, all, we're speaking in hypotheticals now. If they were to right. buy EA, yep, we believe in the strength of FIFA, EA Sports Football... We believe in this. We believe in that. You know, we believe in streaming. We be- and they're going to have to push hard. 
and understand that there is a chance they lose billions of dollars for no gain. But they have to do it knowing that. Google didn't realize that. Google I, just thought that they well, would just and that's walk kind of a, the door and be cool. Yeah, and that's kind of a Google move, right? I mean, Apple in mm. a lot of ways, in a lot of ways, does kind of the same thing. Where they, if they mm. don't immediately make, um, you know, ends meet, they they bail. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, Google thought they could come in and had because they had a ton of money and and had a couple partnerships, and that was all they needed without realizing mm. that mm. you know, you know, I I feel like. Not a console, but the next battleground is already here. The next big battleground, it's already here. They're getting ready for it, and that's the subscriptions. The subscriptions, yeah. yes, but more importantly, the hardware for the next battleground is going to be televisions. I personally think no Chromecast, none of that stuff. Just televisions themselves in the next 10, 15 years. That's going to be okay. How do we get them people to use our service on their television ten years from now? Let's say, right? Because I, I don't know. It kind of feels like it's moving in that direction with cloud being more and more popular with. <laughs> xCloud coming to Samsung TVs this year, right? And presumably every yeah. year afterwards. But that, but they'll all have see. their apps on there, though. Yeah. So they it's don't still going to come back to ecosystem. On there yet. Like, mm -hmm. well, yes, that's for sure. But I mean, it's those, like Amazon, they wouldn't make a console. They would just try to push this even more. They, meaning they could still buy a giant publisher like EA, even if they weren't planning on making a physical console. If they think this, this is, is where the Microsoft, this is where Microsoft... And again, this is what I come back to in Microsoft believing in what they're doing. So Microsoft have been making moves for the last 10, 15 years. Yep. Yep. Some of them now unwillingly, because remember, they were about to pull the plug on Xbox. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But Microsoft have been making moves that are now going to bear fruit 10, 15 years right. later. So right. in, in, the, in the gaming world in 10, 15 years time, Microsoft will effectively be the only player that has a finger in every pie in cloud yeah, right. in, yeah. in console, console PC, hardware TVs, in PC yep. in mobile. mobile in everything like they're the only one Sony will be close but then Sony will still also be leveraging Microsoft's platforms so Sony will yeah, be using, using Azure for Azure. streaming <laughs> yeah. they're, they're going to be on Windows on PC yep. mm -hmm. that's Microsoft's yeah. platform so that so Sony will be second in terms of having everything covered but a part of that will still be underpinned by microsoft anyway which goes wait, back wait, to Nate. what i've been saying Go. you don't think you don't think that that they're going to put uh playstation games on on apple devices now that apple's so into gaming <laughs> yeah wow well, considering they I mean, spent they... i mean it, that's a joke for i've i've been mm -hmm. you know apple has has tepidly like dipped their toes in gaming more times than i can count you know, they showed off Resident Evil Village on their new Apple Silicon recently, but until I see mass adoption, it's it's a it's a, a not. It's all like baby steps, kind of like dipping their toes in a little, but not fully committing. Oh, I mean, look, I, mean, I tried playing Fortnite on this Mac that I'm on right now, and oh my god, I bet it was, it was terrible. <laughs> it's not optimized for the M1. It's not optimized no. for the Apple Silicon uh, at all, and the Apple Silicon's right. powerful enough. Like it could probably run Fortnite at like 1080, 120, but like in some it's not optimized, yeah. like right. at all. Like I mean, when I say well, not optimized, I mean down to the menu not working properly. Oh my god! Oh yeah! Like it's oh, yeah. broken, broken. This is what I like. Software engineering is what I do for the Mac platform, and mm. it's always hilarious to me that you know you'll see a, a, a diagram of their GPU 
competing against the 3090, but they they always cut off 90% of the graph, right? Because they're not showing mm. at, a, at a per watt use, or they're using it at a, at a per uh, watt rather than actual full scale. Um, because you, it's not like you can only use 20 watts on your 3090. It's all or nothing. Um, so until they have a dedicated GPU to begin with, because I don't care what anybody says, we have seen it time and time again. A, a an APU, which is what Apple Silicon is, cannot compete mm. with a dedicated graphics card like that. So it's a it's a it's a non-issue. I just wanted to make a joke that we've that is, expanded that one. I gotta I gotta interrupt you because it's one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in chat. Oh my god! Let me put this up on screen. Uh, random. <laughs> what do we, we finally uh, finish? The best thing was that GoldenEye is still nowhere to be found. Hopefully they just cancel it, right, Nick? I think there's a typo. I thought that was I thought his name was Ranel. Ranalful. <laughs> Ranel Alful. <laughs> yeah. GoldenEye was nowhere to be seen. He knows it's coming. We all know it's coming. GoldenEye's coming. Like you guys can make fun all your so We have Golden seen the achievements, right? Yeah. Yes. The achievements were yeah. on the Xbox website. Like we all know it's coming. <laughs> oh my god. Oh but my yeah, god. I mean, I don't know. I, I still I, don't, I still can't shake this feeling Apple's gonna try and buy Sony. I can't the shake company? I, yep. The whole thing. Because every single part of Sony fits with Apple. Every single part. Down from oh yeah you're right not, not just from a company design. not just from a company <laughs> ethos perspective like just everything like every every single part of Sony's business aligns with Apple's and what Apple are looking to achieve so I think mm-hmm. Apple's already using Sony for their lenses in all their cameras they are so they would just own that business now Sony owns movie and TV studios perfect for Which, Apple TV Plus right. Yeah. Sony runs a TV business. We had been hearing rumors of Apple wanting to make their own TVs for the better part of a decade. They would now more have than the a decade to do that. Yeah, they yeah. would now. I haven't have, worked. All they would do is take the Bravias, put an Apple logo on them, and sell them for an extra five hundred bucks. <laughs> right. Um, Jesus. <laughs> like um, Apple, we were even hearing rumors of Apple cars. Right. Oh, that's what still a thing. Sony, what did Sony just unveil? Big tech, man. Holy crap. <laughs> they just unveiled mm-hmm. two electric vehicles. Like, everything Sony is doing... And let's be honest, Apple has been building towards becoming an unregulated bank. Sony yep. has life insurance, which, again, would fit so insurance? nicely into... What the hell? It is, it is the so life dystopian. God. Oh, the, the life <laughs> insurance is Sony's biggest business. It's what makes them the most money. Mm-hmm. Um, that would just slide in beautifully God, underneath. I Apple. did not know that. What the hell? Like, oh, oh yeah, the- I mean, especially with the um, w- when did it start with the um, the Apple Card? Like that was the moment that's like, oh man, this is, we've really stepped into some dystopian, mm. uh, you know, everything Sony does, and then you've got. PlayStation. So all of a sudden, Apple doesn't have to worry about making Pippin 2 because they've got the PlayStation. They can just rebrand with an Apple logo, which instantly makes the PlayStation console even more desirable than it already mm-hmm. is. And 
from a personal perspective, it means I'll never have to buy an ugly PlayStation console for the rest of my life <laughs> because Sony's hardware designers, I don't know what happened to the ones that made the PS2 and the PS3, but they're clearly not at Sony anymore. All yeah. of a sudden, we're not going to get ugly PlayStations because Apple will now be designing them. The only thing I wouldn't want Apple to do is get involved in the actual hardware in terms of not in terms of design but in terms of the machine itself of, i wouldn't want of requiring apple like m apple silicon yes, yes. i would not oh, want apple Jesus. m1 ultras being in a console you just let the playstation division continue to make mm -hmm. hardware maybe advise maybe consult and give them whatever resources they need to make good hardware because they now have apple's war chest to lean back on see and that's the thing if I was a PlayStation fanboy, I'd be wanting Apple to buy Sony because all of a sudden you've got the same war chest Xbox has, maybe more. So all of a sudden your Apple Arcade subscription maybe lets you stream PlayStation games straight to your iPhone or to your iPhone. I'm telling you now, it is the most Just perfect is. fit. Yeah, before we go further though, Sony is, is actually one of the companies protected by the Japanese government. Though, right. Right. And that yes. would be a spanner in the works. That would obviously right. be a spanner in the works. I mean, but if you know, any money changes everything. get around it, it'd be yeah. Apple. Yeah, you're not Japan wrong. Japan loves Apple. Just make like an I, Apple Japan and be like, hey, we're basically Apple Japan, actually. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I, I would have faith in Apple it's being able so to pull that off. <laughs> I, I would have faith in Apple being able to pull that off if they wanted it bad enough. Is that a good thing? <laughs> but Apple's primary revenue is still their hardware, right? For the most part? Or no? No. Not anymore. No, software is catching I mean, up now. Really? It's. I mean, de define hardware because if you're hardware talking is in Mac their phones hardware, and their laptops and their um, phones, computers. Yes, everything else is down. Everything else is recall. down. But like, mm, what yeah. is like their primary revenue earner? Apple's iPhone. The iPhone. Well, the iPhone, iPhones right. and subscriptions. I think subscriptions are pretty damn like close. Subscriptions now. to iCloud. iCloud, Apple Music, Apple, Apple One, Apple TV yes. Plus. Apple, yep. Okay. That all of a family like um, yeah you know I've, I've been saying i've been saying for the better part of almost a decade that microsoft should have an all-in-one subscription that yeah. encompasses everything xbox live yeah. gold mm -hmm. OneDrive. apple beat them to it 365 apple, apple one <laughs> apple one is amazing i pay 40 bucks yeah. a month yeah. for apple one and i get two terabytes of icloud which Ooh, all nice. my apple devices just sync that's to that's nice I don't have to Apple back up music. any of my devices to a computer anymore. Yep. Um, I get Apple TV Plus. I get Apple Music. I get fitness. I get news. I get All in 40 Apple bucks? Arcade. Wait, 40, 40 bucks Australian? a month. Australian? Yeah. 40 what Australian a month. Yeah, I get all the and, and the only reason it's worth it for me is because I have so many Apple devices. Yeah. Like we're talking four yeah. iPads, two phones, iPod Touch, two Macs. Uh, like I've got that many Apple devices that it's a no-brainer for me to subscribe to that because I've got my family set up. They all get to use it as well. You know, my son, my son loves it. He hears a, a song on the radio. He jumps onto his iPad when he gets home, finds it in Apple Music, adds it to his playlist, and it's just there. He loves huh. it. It's it's so good the way they've done it. It's what Microsoft had the opportunity to do like five, ten years ago, and they never did it. Yep. Yep. Um, but man. What a tangent we just went on after starting about talking about Amazon buying EA. This is going but, to be a uh, short show. 
I remember yeah. hearing the pre-show. <laughs> Welcome to the You hey, Haven't Healed Curse. It's still only about <laughs> an hour and a half, yeah. so we're still running short. But we yeah, haven't you've got 12 questions community questions. So. Yeah, there's a lot of them, isn't there? Holy hell. Um, but in the end, apparent, apparently Amazon is not buying EA. I Someone definitely still, is going to, though. At the moment. I would still watch this space, personally. Yeah. I would still keep an eye on that one and see which of the big four have a crack at EA. Um yeah yep. I'm, I'm sure microsoft is hating all of this like microsoft right now would be hating watching embrace just like yeah with no yep. plan just like the joker buying up all these studios and stuff like just not knowing what they're doing <laughs> um you know amazon having a sniff around disney probably having a sniff around apple probably having a sniff around microsoft mm-hmm. would be hating it because they're tied up with abk all the more reason to finish it quicker oh but right. they, they can't now. It's in the hands of yeah, the courts the and the regulators now. So yeah. there's not like yeah. Microsoft's M and A team has done all the work. Yeah, you're right. Like yeah. they've just got to wait now and hope for the best. Um, yep. But we'll see. Yeah, anyway, we can talk acquisitions that, for like three hours. So. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> we yeah, we can talk all that stuff. I moderate um, the damn thread enough. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, something we haven't had for a while, uh, and I'm actually kind of. Uh, you'll 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 know why when I say it, but I'm actually kind of excited for today's rumor mill. But we have a rumor mill, um, so we will wait for Jesse to do his job and get in that go. button now. Podcast is not responsible for websites presenting these rumors as facts. Okay, rumor mill. Now, I'm I'm kind of excited about this one. I got this DM just the other day, and I was like, "Oh, can I? Can that one go on the rumor mill?" And they're like, "Yeah, okay." <clears throat> now I can't go to specifics. So, quite a while back, uh, I think it was January last year, I put out a tweet saying, "Hey guys, good news! Backwards compatibility is not done. There's going to be a final batch." which did come. It came late last year. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of us speculated and a lot of us were like, surely once ABK goes through, there's an opportunity for more backwards compatible games. Surely. Because all of a sudden, some of those games that may have been tied up in licensing issues should Are theoretically no longer. no longer have those licensing issues because they now own ABK. Turns out that might be the case. Oh, yeah? So I've been I've been told I'm hearing a rumor that we may get one last little group of backwards compatible games once ABK goes through. There will be some games that maybe were just tied up in licensing messes that now may no longer be tied up in like I can't go into specifics of titles at least not yet. I have you been were given, given titles. Okay, I have been given a couple. Hmm. Why well, I'm a little bit excited. ABK, but, yeah, there are there are Blur. there is a, there is a chance that they, we may get another final batch of, I don't, I don't maybe batch is the wrong oh. word because that makes it sound like there's a lot. Batch makes it sound like there's a ton. I don't think there's a ton of them, but there may still be a few games we may get you know, as a result be- of ABK going through. Be nice to get like the Cybertron games. That that'd be nice. Hmm. But those are unlisted, oh, period, I think. 
Well, I mean, well, Cy- well, the Transformers games are like, that's like licensing upon licensing because it's yeah, not you're just right. ADK. Yeah. That's yeah. the Transformers Hasbro license as well. Yeah. So, uh, look, I, I, I wouldn't... For, for those of you who are now uh, swirling in your own heads with options, I'd probably count out your Marvel Temper. Activision games. Mm, like it's all Spider-Man stuff. Because trust me, no, no one would want X-Men Origins Wolverine more than me. <laughs> but I would not be holding out hope for the Marvel ones. Um, because the Marvel ones then involve th- Marvel and Disney. So not only is it ABK, it's then Marvel and Disney as well. So I, I wouldn't, yeah, think, and I'd those say were, think more. Those were also made, I would say those were also made prior to Disney purchasing Marvel. So there's a whole other Yes, that's right. Of, so of, I, I, I uh, probably wouldn't angles. hold out too much hope on those, but yeah. there are some... There's probably a couple of games, two or three games that should be fairly obvious and immediately front of mind. When you th- if you think hard enough, if you think ABK and what Activision were licensing at the time, like what they owned at the time. But yeah, so we may still see a few games that just sort of poop out as a result of ABK going through, <laughs> which is a very exciting thing prospect yeah, awesome. as someone that's like oh in love with all the backwards compatible games i bought metal gear solid peace walker the other day yeah it was like too. five bucks it was like five bucks yeah why not so i was just yeah. like okay i'm not gonna play I it i have it on that disc that's the second I one i'm a digital hoarder now <laughs> yeah, I'm just this, i've replaced physical hoarding with digital hoarding yeah, i just yes. like <laughs> oh but it's the best though because like my house yeah. doesn't get filled up with stuff and I still get that same OCD release of like hoarding mm-hmm. something. It's great. Digital hoarding is great. And it's a win it's for everyone. Sale. Yeah, it's a win for everyone because yeah. the company, may, like they get their money off me, but I also get the, it's five bucks. Five bucks. <laughs> that, that's the second one, Metal right? Solid games. Uh, no, Peace, Peace Walker, Walker was the, the, the PSP. PSP. Game. Oh, isn't that a remake of the yeah. original Metal so, Gear? Nope. Or no. Nope. Nope. nope, nope, nope. It what is the a hell? that's twin I, I have that game. No, no, no the original Metal Gear, like yeah, the that's SNES twin one. Oh, the NES one. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. No, no, it is not. Peace Walker is a wholly new. It it was a wholly new uh, narrative developed oh, by Kojima. Like I remember it being shown off at E3 on Sony stage as a as like a follow up. It was after Metal Gear Solid Four came out. Everybody thought the oh. series was done. And he was like, "Nope, oh, I got yeah. a new one, and it's it's Big Boss prior." Can to- they make a collection mm-hmm. for this damn series already? Like, I want to play through it. I own like three of them. Mm. Can they just? I don't know. <sighs> I've, I've got Peace I've Walker got, three times. I've got Rising. <laughs> I've got Rising Revengeance on three sixty backwards compatible. I've got yeah, two I'm and same. three HD. Yep. Same. I've now got Peace Walker. I've got four I've got on snakes. PlayStation Three. I've got Twin Snakes on GameCube, and I've got Metal Gear yeah. Solid One on PlayStation One. And five on Xbox, I, I imagine. No, I did not. You don't own five? It's nope. like on but I got for Ground like Zeroes all the time. Ground I Zeroes mean. is awesome. <laughs> Ground Zeroes is so underrated as a Metal Gear Solid. Agreed. If you like Ground Zeroes, wouldn't you love five? I mean, it's the same gameplay. No, no, no. 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 Nope. Five is five, five is so is an antithesis of everything Metal Gear Solid. Huh. It is. Yeah. It's still got the crazy story elements, but it is yeah. not at all like it. The, the, it's an it's an empty open world repeatathon. Interesting. Gra- Ground Zeroes terrible. 
is the if you're a big Metal Gear Solid as in of the older games one and two and all that, play Ground mm-hmm. Zero. Like Ground infiltrating Zero a base is, and it's yeah. very underrated. I put it up there as like one of the best Metal Gear Solid games. Ground Damn. Zeroes, it's awesome. Yep, all the way up to six point five out of ten. <laughs> I was still Seven's playing the series a one good day. score. You don't have to give everything a 10. A 10. <laughs> uh, Super Chat. Toad Pack Shakur. I know Toad Pack Shakur. Uh, one of the better Resetera posters. Inject me with <laughs> yeah. Wolfenstein 09. Finally getting relisted on digital stores. Mm. Only Wolf game I never got to play. Mm. What was that at 8? Was that Activision? Yeah, like, it was. was Raven um, Soft. Yeah, yep. Raven. Yep. It was fantastic, it was... and it, it's pretty much the basis for the new trilogy. Oh, that's Wolfenstein 3D trilogy. Off I mean, of some of the story I elements in that game. I, I got told two uh, games. Apparently, the list is longer than that. But I got told two games, which I'm not going to mention. But I will say that Wolfenstein 09 was not one of the games I was told. But if that's an ABK, then that could be one of them. Maybe, hopefully. It was. But you're on. Quake that's 4. the right train of thought, yeah. though. That is the right train of thought. Um. But yeah, I mean, so we'll I was very the, excited about that DM when I got it. Probably get the COD games, right? The 360 sure. COD games. That'd be interesting. That'd be nice. We've actually. got those. Uh, We've got those. Most of them. They're already, yeah, already they're have all compatible. Them? They're already yeah, backwards compatible. Actually, I think I own yeah. them all too. <laughs> so yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> and if you try and play them online, you get hacked immediately, or you get a uh, banned for <laughs> hacking. Get infected with malware. No, just, really? Your, th- your 360 just blows up. Why are the servers just, still up? What the- and that's why you just do what I do. Play Call of Duty for the single player and almost never touch the multiplayer. Oh, but the multiplayer was so good back in the I, day. I can't do It used to be, yeah. No way. Yeah. It was I mean, so I did play... I will say I played Vanguard uh, for a little bit and I was actually surprised at how how well it played and how good it felt. So oh, any I think I just got burned out after... Yeah. Any game where you die instantly? No, I can't. I can't do it. The TTK being less than like a second is is. Ah, see, I like the short time to kill. That's why I yeah, like you, SWAT. You like SWAT. Yeah, yeah, exactly. no, but at least I, SWAT I like... still requires the headshot, right? Yes, it requires. Right. And that's why right. I said I, that's skill. why I love SWAT so much because it's that perfect blend of COD and Halo mm. in a way that Bungie did not yeah. intend. You know, it's that... while I have you on SWAT, what's your favorite SWAT and in Infinite? If you had to pick one, is it just BR oh, or do you prefer a different uh... BR? BR. I don't like yeah? all the others. Yeah. Not even commando. The pistol. Oh, I don't mind. I, I don't mind pistol SWAT, but the map mm. has to work for it. Yeah, it can't yeah. be flipping uh, launch site. No, it's got to be a Damn. tiny map yeah. for pistol yeah. SWAT to work. Have you guys Otherwise, seen the bandit? Because that looks like that would be fun in SWAT. That'd be really mm, fun. The in new SWAT. DMR. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, I did see huh. that gun. Yes, I did see that yeah. gun. Yeah, I love the DMR SWAT. from Reach and everything. Oh, in Reach, yes, but the DMR SWAT in Halo 5, the worst. The worst. <laughs> How have I that? I uh, hated it. But no Halo. You guys have your own show for that. Yes, sorry. Well, I had you. I had to we, we, have reached, <laughs> we have reached that part of the show where we'd like to say thanks to our patrons. Uh, it's our patrons that make everything we're currently doing in the way you see it possible. Because, yes, we didn't always have patrons, but our show also looked like crap. So it's our patrons that allow us to have, you know, an extra podcast, like a Halo podcast. You had me at Halo and have this show looking as nice as it does and all those other things and all the cool merch and the book and all these things is all thanks to the patrons. Jesse, I'm assuming because I'm responsible and not watching yep, the it's stream. It's all running down below. 
Jesse is probably <laughs> running it all below. So we want to say thanks to our patrons. And our patrons also get one perk, which is asking community questions. We have the Cool Kids Club on the forum where the, only the patrons can see it. I make a thread there every week saying, hey, guys, everyone ask your questions here for the for the uh, podcast. And we have reached that time of the podcast where we ask our community questions. So without further ado, because we have amazingly almost hit two hours, which I did not expect, <laughs> we will go through the community questions. Okay. Hi, them, G. The last time when I asked about the movie directors and producers like Peter Peter Jackson, Duncan Jones, James Cameron, Joseph Kaczynski, James Mangold, and this time Neil Blobkamp, if they all directed and produced the Halo movie at the same time, and I'd be mind blown how the movie be made if they produced and directed that movie. (laughs) Like, really, man, how cool would that be? P.S. Bummer no GoldenEye 007 due to Russia and Ukraine dispute and the licensing not me dumping on it but bummer yes very yes. big bummer about golden eye right now it's he remember the he's laughing because he said neil um blumkin instead of blumkin <laughs> yes blumkin <laughs> yeah um yeah i mean if if all of those gentlemen were involved in a halo movie it probably would be pretty good um or it would never get made. Hell. Exactly. If, <laughs> yeah. If we actually had a movie with all of those people somehow involved, it would never be made. I, I still <laughs> think... In the I, kitchen. I have become a massive fan of Joseph Kaczynski. I think he yes. is a oh, fantastic yeah. director. Um, thanks to Tron Legacy, mostly. I still haven't seen Top Gun Memory. Um, really? Um, didn't yeah, he do... Um, what else did he... Oh, he did Oblivion. Tom Cruise. Yes. Oblivion. Yep, Thank yep, you. Yep. God, that was fantastic. His track Fantastic. record's amazing. For a guy who hasn't been directing mm-hmm. that long, yeah. his track record's impeccable. So yeah. I would trust him implicitly with Halo. People need to move on from a Halo movie because it's not going to happen. Honestly, the, the, the world's too big. They have too much story to tell. Yeah. The TV is the way to go with Halo. I, I still opinion. wish we got Blob Camp's movie. I agree 100%. Because District 9, District God, 9 was amazing. Essentially that. Yeah, one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, District Nine and like, new like people. So some people won't know this, but Neil Blomkamp's history is in visual effects. Mm-hmm. So he was like a CG artist. That's what he was, and that's part of why District Nine wasn't he a CG artist or something like that. Yeah, I was just. I'm gonna make a comment when you're done. Ah, like District Nine CG, which look is some of the best CG you will ever yeah. see. In terms of how it blends in with the world around it. Like, you yep. know how there's CG out mm-hmm. there, especially now with Marvel. There's <laughs> CG out there where you see it and you're like, okay, that's CG. Yeah. You, you see the string, instantly basically. know that's CG. Yeah. District 9 is one of those examples where you're like, man, are they actual prawns? <laughs> like, yeah. are these real prawns? Like, this looks unbelievable. Like, it just looks... Mm-hmm. You know it's oh. not real, but it looks real. Like... And yeah. that was done on like a $30 million budget. Yeah. And yep. that's because of Blomkamp's past and his history and his skill and his, uh, yeah, his work with CG stuff. Like just, right. Nick, I need I'm, to say, I'm... have you seen Spiderhead? Because if you say Kaczynski's impeccable, then you obviously have not watched it. That movie sucked. Everyone has misses. Yeah. I mean, that, Russo that Brothers movie? No, it's that was on Netflix this year. This year. Oh, oh it's the new with the, the new Thor one with um, and... Hemsworth. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. 
Oh, yes. Terrible. I have seen ads for I mean, that. Is it really bad? Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> and that's Kaczynski. Well, I mean, hey, I'll, even... I'll watch it and then I'll make a determination. Everyone I, was say... I mean, come on. Yeah. Naughty Dog everyone made a shitty it. fighting game too. I mean, everyone... <laughs> what? Everyone has I their... would. Yeah, I would say more than Halo, not getting uh, Blomkamp's version of Alien is mm. probably the most disappointing because Covenant mm. was garbage. Uh, you know, As somebody who loves Ridley Scott and the Alien universe, uh, Blomkamp's version for Alien 4 was going to be... Covenant was terrible. Be... Though Prometheus was fairly yeah. decent, I thought. I enjoyed Prometheus. Yeah, Prometheus was good. I, I love Prometheus. I love Prometheus for, for everything that, it, you know, from a lore aspect, everything that it meant. Mm, but it yeah. also had one of the worst scripts ever. As somebody who works <laughs> with scientists every day, they are the <laughs> dumbest fucking scientists I've ever seen. Oh, God. On film. I felt Warrior? that way Next about Alien's life, Covenant. too. I felt oh, that God, way about yeah. life. <laughs> God, yeah. Remember life? Yeah, oh, we've got this, yeah, yeah. We've got this with Jake Gyllenhaal and yeah, yeah, like, oh, we've got this Ryan uh, alien Ryan Reynolds, organism. Yeah. We're just going to, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. I had both of them. So you're good. Ugh. I didn't mind didn't that it? movie. As a movie, I didn't oh, I mind like... it. Oh, yeah. It was great. Especially the ending. Yes. Yeah. I love the ending. I love oh, the ending. Yeah. The ending was awesome. Um, <laughs> very. It was very reminiscent of their version of the Mist's ending. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, God, that was so. God, crazy. the mist. If like seriously, the mist is one of the greatest movies ever made. Uh, agreed, agreed. And it wasn't like, like that in the book. No. Yeah, better, better like, movie. No, yeah. That ending, no. that ending of the mist. I did not forget about that ending for like years. That yeah. haunted me. That ending was like oh, that yeah. burned into my memory. I'm like, yeah, Thomas. Oh James my God. The, oh right, yeah. His scream at, at the end. Just oh uh, my God, uh, and I'm God. watching it. And and I'm just like I can't believe this just happened. Like I can't believe that's what just like. <laughs> why didn't he just wait five more minutes? Like why didn't he just yeah, wait? Maybe maybe she Hell, was right. five more the crazy. Seconds, the crazy person in the uh, grocery oh. store. I'm just saying. Sorry. Right? Oh no. Maybe the no, crazy person no. in the grocery store is right because the moment the kid died, army showed up. I'm the just super saying. religious one. Uh, oh. That she, that lady in the oh I hated her. I hated her. So, as soon as they as soon yeah. as they killed her, I was like yes. No, yes. she survives. No, 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 no. The other person survives. didn't they kill her. The person who leaves no, the grocery yeah. store survives. Oh, yes. you're talking about the one very early on, right? Yeah. The religious zealot. I'm talking yeah. about the religious zealot. Yeah. yeah, we were talking about the one that that like tries to turn everybody on uh, Thomas Jane and his family. Yeah, 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 Thomas yeah. Jane's such an underrated actor. But okay, he's really great. quick. Thomas Jane's great. These directors, man, screw Halo. Put them on Gears, man. Gears deserves a full budget movie. It's basically a movie already. Like, come yeah. on. Yeah, ah. Gears could work. I think yeah. Gears could work. Yeah, it's a little bit more of a simple. God. I mean, not not well, in a bad. Uh -oh. Daniel's a robot again. Robo. Wait, talking about it. Are you it's are you opening other stuff at the same time? No, no, it's just he's probably on a Mac and they're terrible. Wow, interesting. Nick got lucky. My brother tried playing League again, and he had to troubleshoot You're for good. like 12 hours to get it working. Well, no, can't I can't hear, hear Daniel. Ah, no, I don't hear him. Yeah, I can't hear him. Nope, can't no. hear that. You no. might have to... Okay, like Still I said before, StreamYard's a bitch. You might have to I'm, go in StreamYard. Unplug your mic and re-plug it yeah. in. Yeah, you got it on and off. <laughs> Still can't hear him. Even StreamYard, you can't hear him. There he is. There we go. There we go. 
Oh my god! <laughs> you have to change your input back and forth for Streamyard to pick up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that's what it's so dumb. Uh, Seriously, so dumb. For anyone who who's watching who hasn't watched The Mist, please go and watch The Mist. It is one of the most amazing, harrowing movies you will ever see. It's so good, so so. Good. <laughs> what a tangent! But I could talk yeah, about movies seriously. Forever same we need a uh, movie podcast <laughs> oh we do oh if we did a movie podcast it'd be the best uh creaky legs well gamescom was a bust even <laughs> setting expectations below average and it still managed to be more disappointing also no golden eye anyways what's like your favorite color do you buy shoes or other clothing in your favorite color often use that color in video games for clothes or vehicles or do you just favor it but don't seek it out i'm that last one like really my favorite color is purple Nice. Purple is like the goat color. It's like the greatest color. It's royalty. Yeah. yeah. But the problem with purple is that there's a lot of instances where it doesn't belong. That's the thing with purple. So I don't think <laughs> I could walk out in public with purple shoes. As uh, much as I love purple. If they're basketball you know shoes, I mean? you could. For sure. Mm, I don't know. But in video games and stuff, yes, I'll use purple quite a bit. I mean, that's part of why I love this switch. So look at the nice purple gradient there. That's just beautiful. Did you ever get the... Uh, uh, no one can tell because I made the entire web, uh, all the webcams purple for you. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Did you ever get the best Xbox One controller, custom controller, and it's purple and it looks flipping phenomenal? The Sea of Thieves one. The Sea of Thieves one. Oh, God. I did. Man. I bought it and I very stupidly used the DLC in it instead of leaving that code unused. Hmm. And then I sold the controller. Oh, man. Oh, you bastard. Made, made a decent amount of money on it. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure it you is, did. Yeah, it's one of the best looking controllers. Yeah, like, for sure. Ever. Ever. Goddamn. Purple uh, personally, is just an amazing color. The color Jesse's wearing right now. That is my favorite color. Burgundy? I do not wear it. Uh, like a dark red, like a maroonish. Kind of. I, is I'd that burgundy? That burgundy? I don't know. Oh. Rum burgundy. Yeah, fair enough. Um, definitely games, yeah. First thing I do is hair. The moment I get to hair, first thing I do is make it that color. Nah, like see, that. I don't make purple hair. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> honestly, I just make my characters try to look like me. I don't know well, why. Well, with thing the red I hair. Same. I just make them look like me. I'm boring like that. I just... Same. Yeah, that's true. I, I do love some... now that Apple's Memoji now. I'm like... Apple's Memoji now, like that one I've got in the Discord, that just looks mm. exactly like me now. That's great. Hair and everything. I have it's had so some good. trouble with skin tone before. I'm like, okay, let me let me go through the options. Okay, yeah, okay. No, I got what the heck is this? Put something in the middle, please. Oh, uh, I'm okay on skin tone because I am the palest Greek person on earth. So it's just like easy to go like just ultra white, and it like um, <laughs> it fits with skin tone fine. Like most people don't think I'm Greek because they're like, how are you Greek? You're so pale. Oh my god, it's just... Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, the palest bastard in New York yes, City. It's just <laughs> very, very pale. Okay, we've still got a lot of questions to get through. Yeah. Uh, where's the next one? Where's the next one? Uh, Jesse Brother. Damn, John's out again. Hope he's doing good. He's doing fine. There's nothing wrong with him. He's. It's another <laughs> one of those stupid reasons to not do the show again. Um, what up, Travis Brother and Nick, the almost irreplaceable? Almost, because I understand Sir Noddy and by nature is in the house today, and he's got you down pretty perfectly, Nick. 
I say that because while I do love Nodian's impression, I'm well aware that it's not perfectly spot on or anything. But it will be <laughs> piss Nick off to hear me say that. Oh, I don't care. Okay. Um, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. That's right. So what up, Daniel? Always glad to get more of you, my man. Also, what up, Soul Blazers? Thanks for sacrificing your time to help out on the podcast today. I know you otherwise would have been pushing to get that Halo multiplayer review out before the first year anniversary is up. Uh, I'm fully kidding. My question this week. What is the new... What is the best new game each of you guys have tried recently? I'm personally leaning towards Midnight Fight Express. Well, yeah, for me, it's Midnight Fight Express because that's pretty much the only new thing I've played. <laughs> Same. It's the only new game I've played. <laughs> so that's that's mine. Yeah. I mean, Demon Souls, because I played it for the first time like a couple of weeks ago. Terrible yes. start. Holy crap. I wanted to. I literally wanted to just shut that thing off and uninstall that's it. That's why I stopped playing it because of that yeah. start. It's such a bad start. It's not even funny. And it doesn't play as well as the other Souls games. Right. It looks really it pretty. It is the worst. But then I got a giant sword and I started having fun, which I guess is my requirement for having fun in these games. Demon I mean, Souls was free on PlayStation Plus. It was one yeah. of the first yeah. good or big name PlayStation Plus games that they gave away on the PS3. So I'm like, okay, I'll, oh, the original. I'll try this out. I'll try this out. Mm -hmm. Played it and I was like, this is the worst thing ever. <laughs> I can't believe people like gush over this garbage and I just like deleted it straight away. Like, this, is, this is the worst. So, yeah. And I, I basically never touched the Souls game again. Never touched the Souls for Souls. Till Elden Ring. <laughs> From Demon Souls back in like oh 20. God. When was it? When was Demon Souls? 2013. Uh, no, 2006. No, it was, uh, 2011 was Dark Souls. So it was it was like 2009 or oh, 10. Wow, yeah, right. it might have been yeah. nine or something like that. Yeah. From 2009 to 2022 did not touch a From Software <laughs> game. Like, I was just like, nope. To be fair, Demon. Because I got you a free copy of Elden Ring. Yeah, that's right. That's the, <laughs> and that's the only reason I played did Elden you Ring. Did make more progress in Elden Ring or did you still stop like 20 hours in? No, I stopped at, um, I do need to go back, but there's so many games on it. I still have to go back to Death's yeah. Door. Like even Death's Door, oh, yeah, I'm left stranded. Yeah, yeah, I've got so many games to go back. You still need to open the mountain door. You have to open the mountain door in Tunic. I don't think you did that yet, right? No, Tunic, I fully beat. Oh, okay, okay. I see. Yeah. I got both endings yeah, in Tunic. Jesus. I got oh, both yeah. endings. Oh, so you got I the got uh, thousand. Yep. Yeah, I okay, got the nice. good ending and I got the I got the happy ending and I got yeah. the sad ending. The actual boss fight. Okay. Yeah. I do I love the good ending. The fact that you don't have yes. to go through that boss yes. fight. That was so cool. I thought that was great. Especially because the had... combat was terrible. Yes. So it wasn't that bad. Um, yeah, it was so bad was you had fine. to play almost the entire game on Invincible. Come on. I just put God Mode fine. on because I saw the option there. I'm like, oh, cool. This has God <laughs> Mode and no difficulty You're like achievements. That game has the option. So I'm like, cool. Yeah. Um, God, that game. Tunic was so good. Probably Admittingly, game, yeah. though, opening that mountain door was an experience I haven't had in like a decade. Don't spoil it because I, I haven't beaten it yet. It's just... When you play that game, just as you look up hints, because you're going to get stuck in some places, try and look them up in a way that they give you like little by little by little and only what you need to progress. Yeah. The feeling the feeling of discovery and exploration in Tunic yeah. is like, yeah, unparalleled. It's like it's it's old Zelda. It's just the old See, that's, Zelda. That's, that's what I took from it. Like, that's one of the mm. reasons I took it 
took to it so well, I think, is because like I'm a, I was one of those kids that I had I had Oracle of Agents, Ages and Seasons. I had, you know, mm, every yeah. top down Zelda that they ever made. The best it Zelda. is old Zelda. And yeah. that's why I loved it, because it was old yeah. Zelda. Right down to the old manual that you put together. So throughout the entire game, you're putting an old school video game manual together that gives you clues. Mm -hmm. There's notes written on them. Oh, and a a different language. Tunic. I mean, spoiler. Mm -hmm. Tunic's probably my game of the year, 2020. Really? When the Xbox era voting goes. Damn. It is. I have games. Who cares? Tunic is. (laughs) Tunic's amazing. It was so good. Next is a good question. Next, the brightest sun. Uh, hi folks, which console generation do you think was the most influential in gaming history and which generation do you think was the most unremarkable? This is an amazing question. Yeah, I know everything about this. This is a tough one. It's, uh, I yeah. reckon it's probably between Gen 5 and Gen 6. That's PS1? No. Yeah, no, PS2. P- okay. Wait. Which we're, gen the, gen, we're on Gen Nine. We're on Gen Nine. Which was the generation with PS2, Dreamcast, and Xbox? Jesus, Xbox. Gen Seven. No, Gen Six. Wait, shit, gen, gen, six. Six. gen Six. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, it's either yeah. Gen Six or Gen Seven. I reckon they were the most one. One of those two was the most influential. Like if you think about Gen Six, you had the PlayStation Two, including a DVD player, as the the original yep. Xbox, which going forward became a thing. All our video games now play media. That was when Xbox media Live. in gaming really started. Yep. Xbox pushed broadband, persistent storage, Xbox Live, all that sort of stuff, which forced Nintendo and PlayStation to go online. That's where online gaming in the console space started. It's also yep. where we got the grounding for PC in a console, which is what the original Xbox effectively was. Hmm. Um, that was, I mean... Sega was pushing motion gaming back then with the Dreamcast. Yeah, before Nintendo did. Like Sega had, I've still got them. I could pull them out. The fishing rods that had motion sensors in there for Sega bass fishing, and you go Vroom, and you catch the fish and you reel them in. Um, so Sega was doing all that quirky stuff, like Seaman, and yep. they had the mic where you could plug it into the oh, yeah. Dreamcast controller <clears> and talk to the game. And Sega was already doing that stuff with the Dreamcast. Um, you know, Sony with the PlayStation 2 made gaming mainstream with yeah. the PlayStation 2. Yes, the PlayStation yeah. 1 took those formative steps, but the PlayStation 2 was the console that pushed gaming into the mainstream. Um, Agreed. Halo came out with the original Xbox. How influential was Halo and Halo 2? from a, Not only from a gaming perspective, but Halo 2 changed gaming marketing forever. Um, uh, good point like hmm. that that generation across all the consoles was like i think probably you, you could the only reason you could argue the 360 was because the 360 there was no such thing as a digital marketplace before the 360 yeah but i think it's, i think you're right i think gen that. 6 right i think gen 6 though, yeah. had the most like influence new yeah like innovations yeah. that, that yes that, hmm. Um, yep. the 360 gen also paved the way for smart TVs, right? Yep, totally. With the, all the apps. And, all and that's why I said it's either gen six or gen yeah, seven, but you, you yeah. probably just give the nod to gen six. Like, 
God, in Gen 6, I just realized our consoles all had different formats. Yep. So the Dreamcast had GD-ROMs. The yep. GameCube had their little mini DVDs. God, I hated those things. Uh, PlayStation yeah, had CD and DVD. And mm-hmm. then Xbox had DVD. Correct. Isn't that we got that many different formats in that generation. I just realized that. Yep. We almost did the following generation, but not quite. Uh, yeah. Personally, man, almost. I'm, I want to say Gen 8. And not just because recency bias, but more so because it changed the revenue landscape of the entire industry with all the games as a service games with the sheer amount of money now being funneling into this industry which yeah it made a lot of money before but didn't make billions and billions before you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but now you have minecraft you have gta online you have obviously the br games like it's this constant stream of revenue into this industry that's just non-stop you know well and the integration that doesn't happen without online that's right That's true. So yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I think there's an argument to be made about last gen. I think you know it's funny. Abe was saying that last gen was the least influential, and I would <laughs> disagree because well, you think about it, like last gen, like what do we talk about? What did we talk about most of today? Subscriptions, right? Yeah. What mm. was what was the gen, the genesis of subscriptions? Xbox was last gen, and I mean, I, I see what you're well, saying, no, Abe. That you Xbox think it's Live. Right, we're right. I mean, I'm Xbox, talking about for sure. the the right. Right. I'm not saying that it was... I agree with you, Nick. I think Gen 6 was the most influential. I'm pushing back against the idea that it was the that last gen was the least influential. or the Yeah, most but what, what was it the least? No. I mean, no, but look at it from no, just I one think, aspect. Last gen changed right. the I, entire landscape in terms of digital games, right? Which is right. a massive yeah. jump. Right. We talk about all these things that, that, yes, it built on Gen 6, but last gen was when we got cloud. It's when we got Game Pass. It's when we got EA Play. So there, there's a ton that you could it, point to. Last gen as builds the foundation for the future. I right? think in right, a lot of ways. Right. I think if you're going to look at the most unremarkable from a Gen from 4. a yes yes Gen Four absolutely Super Nintendo that is Dreamcast. Oh yep. no, Gen no, Five. Sorry. Gen Five. Genesis? Gen Five. Sorry. I was going to say Super Nintendo because Gen Five you got the 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 massive introduction of 3D gameplay. The uh, Super Nintendo yeah. was yeah, so yeah, much yeah. was so much more iterative on the yes. NES. Gen 4. The, yes, 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 yes. Mega Drive That's, and Super Nintendo were just a few more pixels and a few right. more colors exactly. than the NES and the Master exactly. System. They have yeah, a ton yeah, of yeah. great gaming experiences, oh, but in terms of, of the influence, influence. On the, yes, yes, yes. Yep. That makes sense. 100%. Huh. Gen 4. Also, Gen 4 I, I'm also going to credit... In terms of influence. Right. I'm also going to credit Gen 8 with smart speakers, smart devices, personally. The Connect paved the way for all that crap, man. All the you know, it's all funny. It's, homes, it's funny. We, we we have a question, I think, about how Microsoft is often the first, you know, yeah, the yeah. progenitor of the, yeah. and, and that that's a perfect example because now how many people have Alexa and, and HomePods and all that like, Did you see times. it go full circle? I think either yep. Alexa and Alexa now with the, in fact, it was mm-hmm. at Gamescom. One of the one of the games had a thing at the bottom where it's like Alexa Home Gaming. I'm like, what the hell is that? So yeah. I ask on Twitter, they respond. It's basically Connect. You literally yeah. talk to the Alexa and it in game it does stuff. Yeah. What the heck? My, Microsoft, I, that's why I kept telling people, stop dumping on Connect. Like, Microsoft knows where everything is heading. They just, they don't know how to market, <laughs> and they're always too early for their own good. That's maybe why I have an affinity with them, because Sega was the same. 
Yep. Mm. Sega, Sega and, were and there with the motion gaming, but then Nintendo came along and we're like, well, look at our motion gaming. And <laughs> just like Sega, they're often like, you know, trout f- swimming against the tide, right? Like they're yeah. they're having to fight yeah. against this this unpaid marketing. Uh, yeah, the difference is Sega just didn't cult, have but... the Sega didn't have <laughs> oh. the bottomless well. Sorry, I was money. muted. We were we were off for a second because uh, YouTube dropped, but we're fine. Oh, My internet's cool. good, but YouTube's been having a ton of issues, so apologize to anyone watching live. Uh, if it's breaking up on you, blame Google. Oh, okay. Google sucks. Um, That's why they dropped out like, of gaming. The difference is Sega <laughs> didn't have the <laughs> bottomless streaming. well. Right. Sega yeah. didn't have yeah. that bottomless Finances. well of money to tap yeah. into um, to support themselves, like obviously Microsoft does. Um, right. Good question. So that, that, that's the unfortunate thing for Sega, but uh, yeah, in, I just I feel like like you said, there's smart speakers everywhere. Apple and Google have both copied one guide and yeah. use it as part of their TV OSs. Um, the Switch the Xbox, kind of brought back mobile gaming a bit in a way. Not mobile gaming, right? Yeah, the Xbox gaming. One mm-hmm. was a more ahead of its time console than people realized. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Um, it was just unfortunate that yeah. they marketed it the way they did. Like that is again yeah. goes back to Microsoft's curse, almost um, man. I want to say like... it's not that. It's just like the, the problem with Microsoft is that they're too data driven and they don't they don't mm. wrap context around any of their data. So Microsoft, so Microsoft did what any company that's data driven would do. They looked at the 360 and they said, "Man, what's going on here? Everyone's using their 360 to watch Netflix." No one's playing any games on it anymore. They're all watching Netflix. All right, guys, with the new Xbox, yeah, it'll still play games, but let's really push the boundaries of what watching TV can do. Let's have it so that they can have their Netflix and their Amazon Prime Mm -hmm. and their YouTube, and we'll incorporate it into like a TV guide where they can see what's on on all these channels and go straight to them and mm-hmm. they can have hdmi in so they've got their existing cable box and it can blend into the one guide about and mate that stuff was amazing as someone yeah. who <laughs> used their xbox one as a oh, media it was fantastic player, it was amazing amazing even the but, hdmi in was oh, a massive brilliant. massive yeah, feature brilliant. yeah and, loved it you know and they built they built entertainment studios that were going to be building you know tv and movie content yep. and who's and doing snap- that now Huh. Yeah, I know. And Snap, I was like, great, Snap was I'm, watching, I'm watching this yeah. TV, but I'm playing my mm-hmm. game. And I'm oh, it was like the greatest TV experience ever. They yeah. nailed it. But what their data didn't tell them and the context they didn't wrap around that data was that it was the end of the gen. That's when you've got all the casuals on board. Yeah. The hardcore yeah, yeah. aren't playing games anymore because they're waiting for the new console to come out. So what their data didn't tell them is that you don't lead yeah. with yeah. non-gaming stuff when you start a new generation. Oh, That's Which what is, their data didn't tell them. Right. Which is really hilarious to me because, you know, if you look at the initial unveil, yes, that's a very uh, salient May point. May But if you look at their E3, yeah. if you look at their E3, it was nothing but games and arguably yes. a better yeah. launch. Oh, uh, it was yes, much better, better launch. Oh, yeah. 10 times better launch. But, 
but per per your point, Nick, they also looked at like they looked at their their hardware requirements is like what can we get away with you know being able to do this with the bare minimum, and obviously that hurt them yeah. in the long run too. So. Microsoft learned the hard way that the internet narrative, which was just growing at that time, can be one hell of a one hell of a thing to combat. You but know, they also learned. They also learned that a game console should be a game console first. Yes, yeah. first. Yes. Now yeah. there's a there's a balance to strike. Like, for example, the PlayStation Three, right? Was a, a you know Sony also learned the hard way. Well, Blu-ray, Blu-ray, Blu-ray. Yep. Now. The PlayStation the 3, what what a lot of people don't know about the PlayStation 3 is that it was also an incredible media player. Yeah. Yep. But Sony didn't market that aspect at all. Not even at the end of the generation, they didn't market that aspect at all. That's where I think you've got to strike a balance. What Microsoft should have done was lead with games, 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 games. And then later in the generation, when you get yep. your casuals on board and your media watchers on board, that's when you do like your relaunch or rebrand. Yep. And that's when you say, hey, the Xbox One is also the greatest media player on the market. It'll yep. do your Apple TV. It'll do your YouTube. It'll do your Netflix. It'll, and it'll put it all into this cool guide for you. And you can just talk to the camera and say, hey, Xbox, watch Netflix. That's how they yep. should have done it. Because Agreed. those features, oh, I'm still devastated we lost all that. Straight up. Even the Still DRM devastated stuff. we lost all that. Yep. But yes, I really like that question. That was a good question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was a really good question. Uh, okay. Mort. Hello there. Hello there. With Marion on the panel, I have to throw in a question or two this week. One, what is your best but perhaps most obscure tip for someone jumping into Fallout 76? Uh, two, how long do you think Sony and PlayStation can continue to behave like it's last gen without repercussions? When does the cult start to splinter, so to speak? Hugs, Mort. Well, Daniel, go for it. I'll leave the first one to you. Yeah, uh, so the first one, the first question is a little bit, I had to think about this one because, you know, obviously you're going to get the, the standards like, pick your build and focus on that and all that kind of shit. But um, I think really uh, the two tips that I would give for new players, because the experience is totally different now for new players than it was when I started, because I started obviously day one. Um, the first one is uh, there are a bunch of factions now. Um, start out and do the the creator and or foundation uh, quest lines first. Because the sooner you get those done and you, the sooner you get into the vaults, um, you actually can start accruing treasury notes, which give you gold bullion. And that's a whole form of currency for uh, getting rare plans. Um, don't do what I did where you you wait until the last second to, to do them. And you, so you get um, treasury notes as you do public events and daily ops and all this other kind of stuff. So if you don't get those missions done beforehand, you, you never earn those treasury notes. So you're just losing out on free currency um also side tip on that uh you can ally technically with both of them if you do enough missions with each so that you can still get the benefits of getting daily missions for both factions um so that's what i would suggest you can't you know if you're like you know trying to role play just a, a, a raider or a settler you can just do one or the other but i definitely advise doing allyship for both um and then the second tip that i would do is um 
you know, obviously you pick up everything. That's a Bethesda game. So you're going to pick up everything because now you can use everything for breaking down, for uh, using it for your camp building. Find plans. Look up how to, to where to buy or find plans for uh, specific camp uh, items that you need, like your power armor workstations, your armor bench, all that kind of stuff. Because the sooner you get that done, the sooner you are no longer reliant on the the economy of the the you know the shops and the bots and whatnot that that sell you items because those are inherently ridiculously expensive. Um, and if you need help to start out, just ping me on Xbox Live. Uh, my gamer tag is not Ian, and I'm always happy to help out new players. So, Very that's good. it. Second part: How long do we think Sony can keep acting like it's last gen? I mean, last gen. I reckon they're acting like it's still PS2 gen. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I think Sony can still get away with it forever to an extent simply right. because of the size of their install base and the cult-like nature of such a large portion of it. Like, here we are. Sony's just pulled a bit of a scumbag move in upping the price, and we have a decent vocal portion of that justifying and defending it and being like well yeah playstation experience is the premium experience you should be paying extra for it Mm -hmm. as long as that exists as long as that element of the playstation fan base exists sony continue can continue to get away with stuff like this but the question is how long does that element exist because like i said i think it can last to an extent forever they they may not be the market leader while they're doing it yeah but they can keep doing it. I feel like they have until they lose that reputation for being the best place to play games, which may yeah, I... happen sooner than expected. I want to say. Well, I mean, they've got the weaker console now, and it's not affecting them. No, no. What I meant is like their games are the best ever. Like you know, how people put Sony games on like a different pedestal for whatever reason, right? Right. It's the zeitgeist of, of you know uh, and the cinematic games are. I mean, exactly. Yeah. But there are certain factors on the way that are going to prevent that. A, ballooning dev costs, right? Sony can't afford to keep mm-hmm. making these $200 million games, hence their investment. Especially not every two or three years. Exactly. So they're going to lower down how quick they make games because they have to. But at the same time, the competition is going to be releasing a game, like a big game, every three, four months. Even if it's not like the super high-end game, eventually mm-hmm. the narrative starts to change, you know, little by little by little. Let's just say I'm I, looking forward to the generation of journalists coming through that didn't grow up on PlayStation. <laughs> right. Yeah, seriously. That's what I was gonna say. I think I think we're gonna start seeing repercussions affect. I think there's they're, they're they're mutually exclusive, right? I think what Mark calls the cult, which is you know the element that you alluded to there, Nick, and then the people that we saw on Twitter over the last week defending uh, the price increase ad nauseum. I think those people are those. I don't. I think it's like that political group I talked talked about earlier i don't think you can ever change those people's mind until until something directly affects them to where it's they cannot they cannot equate they just can't reconcile right that and that's going to be a rare instance but i think in terms of the repercussions of of playstation being a market leader um by still doing the same things they are now i i think ursul's kind of on point in that i think we'll see that start to crumble a little bit sooner because of oh the, that yes yeah yeah I mean because yeah. of Bethesda and because of ABK they'll lose the lead in Bethesda. NA of course right that's that's gonna happen yeah. regardless it was already a super close if it already has I would not be surprised if the, I would not yeah. be surprised if they yeah. haven't lost that already yeah they'll lose the lead in NA right. they just lost a whole bunch of goodwill globally with their price increase I mean, especially in Japan. markets 
Japan. Yeah, look at Mexico. It costs 750 oh, USD in Mexico. If I, if, if mm-hmm. I am Microsoft right now in Japan, I if 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 a portable Series S were to exist, now is now. the time to get. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you want to take Japan back, if you look, Japan back, if if you want to make serious <laughs> ground in Japan, you get that portable Series S yep. out there yep. ASAP. Yep. This yep. is the time. Like now is the time to strike. Um, yep. But yeah. Um, Soon is my answer. Because that Soon would TM. be like now that Japan's <laughs> like, hold on a second. What are you doing? Charge us an extra for this console. <laughs> yeah. Mate, you get that you know, portable out there now. What won't help or what will help push this more is we're already seeing it in Gamescom. Pretty much the biggest games of this Gamescom, like the trailers we saw, guess what? They're all on Game Pass. Lies of P was the game of the show for Jeff's show. Most yep. views talked about the most. It's on Game Pass. The other trailer that Wait, we had, the, it's in fact, you mean Game Game Pass isn't just for fodder? I'm really confused. Seriously, right? The other trailer <laughs> you, that has you mean like, the PlayStation most anticipated game that is day one on Game right. Pass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the other trailer, which has like 1.2, 1.3 million views, and it only came out like yesterday or the day before, Atomic Heart. Guess what? Mm. Yep. Launching into Game Pass, right? So as more yeah. and more of those come into play. Whoa, long. Mm-hmm. We just got gameplay footage like yesterday. Mm. Looks really damn good. Launching yeah, into Game Pass. As that happens more and more and more. And especially as Sony is so silent. Why why have none of the trailers had launching into PS Plus? Why did none of the trailers mm-hmm. we saw this whole week have that in the bottom? That surprised me, to be honest. That's what that's not their their strategy I mean, right now. Sony's not even putting their old games on the Yeah, tier. what the hell? Their right. old games, which cost them Why is Ratchet and Clank do? not on PS Plus? What the hell? Oh, God. I... That'll push it even because... more and more and more. Well, and to be fair, if you're Sony and you're seeing all these bootlickers on the internet defending you yeah. know, yeah. quality at, at $80, $70, whatever it may be, um, <laughs> Why to change, Sony, right? you don't need to. But what the problem yeah. is with that logic is that you're not growing from that Mm. you're not expanding your user base and how long until they get morbius but in the gaming in the gaming scene instead right Uh, Mm -hmm. yeah the morbius hype online they put it back on theaters and hey that that did not work (laughs) no not at all uh um, i'm spewing this super chat didn't get to us on time uh another one from topex shakur that's also around the time of edward snowden and the nsa spying thing was still very much in the Uh, conversation very poor time yeah remember yeah oh the connect's gonna spy on us it's like man yeah if that thing wants to watch me playing games in my underwear (laughs) then have at it man if they're gonna have a dude sitting in a room watching (laughs) us all play games (laughs) <laughs> on our couches oh like, my god come on god that was now you've got every thing. controller on a console that has a mic that has yeah. a microphone so, yep, sony's yeah. got a mic in every single controller but i don't see us yep. worrying about the spying there yep that's what yep. i mean man like that's what happens when you've got gaming journalists that grew up yep on playstation that's the wrong like a lot of those same journalists aren't writing articles about how the PlayStation controller is listening in on everything we're doing, and yep. they're all so worried about it. Come on, they're they bring it up all to... the time. The um, the MKV, the MKV stuff. With, uh, yeah. Oh my god, Plunkett and the MKVs. Man, your Xbox One is about to play pirated movies and TV shows, <laughs> but the PlayStation Four is about to support MKVs. <laughs> oh man, I was like such a cool such a cool console supporting mkvs assuming anyone Dirty, complaining about 
pirate <laughs> box Xbox One's going to be playing all your pirated movies and TV shows. Assuming <laughs> anyone complaining about the Xbox. price increase is just doing so because of console wars, come on. Come on. Right. Oh, God. Yeah. No, it's because I'm we're waiting it's for because... that wave of journalists coming through that yeah. were born in the mid to late 90s that probably yeah. grew up on Halo and. It'll just be oh, interesting like to Ursel. see that shift. It'll be interesting <laughs> Listen, to see that shift. I played Goldeneye, okay? Like, I remember playing it multiplayer with... Like with 10 years games. after it came out. No, no. Yeah. Like, wait, when did it come out? 97. Did you know that Goldeneye, oh, no, no, you know no, that Goldeneye had an option? If you had two 64 controllers plugged in, you had an option to use them as dual analog mm-hmm. in what? Goldeneye. Really? still didn't work properly because they still didn't do it <laughs> look and strafe. It still was wrong. <laughs> Yeah, it was still like was strafe and look yeah. up and down and then yes. move Let's, and turn. I'm sure you guys remember though, the <laughs> first time you played Halo, so it must have felt so weird because it felt weird as hell to me the first time I played it. Oh no, like, I love oh, it. It felt it super felt natural. natural it just felt natural. It no. just felt yeah. natural. It was so it made good. sense. Dude, you, you have someone today who's never played a game before, have them play Halo and they'll move like this. The oh, entire time. They yeah, won't but, do them together. Yeah, but we still grew up as gamers, so we're still yeah, going to be naturally inclined Fair to enough. do the right thing. Intuitive. And we had yeah. analog sticks for a bit. Even if they weren't as good, we were used yeah. to the analog stick by then. But also, yeah, we have true. seven more questions, and we're at two oh, hours God. and 40 minutes. I know, I know. We're Holy taking too long. Crap. Uh, Hugh, so with the small $69 billion deal making steady progress, I wondered what else Microsoft could have acquired for $69 billion instead and made a list. Embracer, 7.6, Konami, 7, Capcom, 5.7, Square, 5.2, Ubisoft, 5, Net Marble, 3.8, Sega Semi, 3.3, Katakawa, 3.1, Pearl Abyss, 2.6, CD Projekt Red, 1.7, Paradox Interactive, 1.6, Team 17, half a billion, Uh, Devolver Digital, 0.3, Focus Mm. Entertainment, 0.2, total, 47.6 billion, plus the 45% premium, 69 billion. I said the same thing. I didn't want Activision. To me, that money could be better spent on, for me, just Capcom and Sega. Uh, combined, they bring in approximately $17.5 billion in revenue annually. For comparison, Activision Blizzard King brings in around $8 billion in re- annual revenue. So my question is, do you think they were worth it? No, they weren't. Especially when you factor in both value and volume uh, of games, and or do you think they should have acquired smaller studios publishers instead? I'm totally with you, Hugh. I would have rather that money went to like Sega, Capcom, hell, Square. Um, I, I think they would have been far better off doing it that way, personally. Yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's they, a tough one, right? I mean... You know when ABK becomes worth it? To me, ABK and that $70 billion becomes worth it. So let's say regulatory approval wasn't an issue let's just hypothetically right if microsoft just bought abk and went cod bye bye playstation it's all xbox now that moment is when the 70 is when it's becomes worth it that moment right because you're effectively paying because it's a driver billion yeah yeah you're effectively paying 70 billion to end a competitor for all intents and purposes because COD is why PlayStation sells right now. The PlayStation 4 sold because of COD and Fortnite and all yeah. that sort of stuff. So if you're taking COD away, you have paid $70 because you can afford it to end a competitor. That, to me, is right. the only circumstance where it's worth it to me. Yeah, I think a- it's... 
I think it's difficult, right? Because it, in the sense that, like Britt was saying too, and, and like what we what we said from the get go is like this kind of fell into their lap. It wasn't something that they were looking for. And as far as uh, all of us know here, I think that they were looking at other options, right? They went, and so um, it's one of those things where it was. I'm hoping that it's not in substitution of some of these other ones that we're looking at, whether it be Sega or some of the other individual studios like a Sobo or, um, you know, hell, uh, interior night, uh, tons and tons. I've got, I made a fucking list on our, on our thing, but, uh, you know, if it's, if it's not in substitution for those, I think it's fine. But I, th I think it's also one of the situations where having the biggest publisher up for sale and having, you know, not one, not two, but, almost what four or five massive IP that are constantly generating revenue um, up on your front door. I think it was one of the situations where you couldn't say no. Right. Cause I'm with you, Nick, like I personally, you know, I like uh, um, the majority of Activision's output. Um, I, but I, but I would have preferred, you know, Sega, especially, I mean, that's a, that's mm. an absolute no brainer. Capcom mm -hmm. too, absolute no brainer. If they were on, if they were on the docket, right? If the if both parties were um, actually looking to be uh, to engage in those conversations, but at the same time, if if like you were saying with the the ending of a competitor, if they didn't get Activision and Sony did for saying, and, and again, I'm knowing the financials of the two. Oh, I, I don't think of the possibility. I don't right. think you've got I don't... the facilities for that big band. Let's just fast forward. Apple's box on it. Oh, no. <laughs> well, yeah. Like, what if what if Apple or somebody else had bought yeah. Activision? You know, I think that's where even even if they keep some of the the let's let's pretend they keep some of the IP multi platform, it would still be better than having somebody like Google or Amazon or uh, Apple come in and buy it and yeah, I know, drive it but... to the ground. I mean, I mean if it's Hughes, just that, I agree if Hughes with run you. the I numbers, don't... if Hugh has run the numbers, those <laughs> combined publishers and studios would also be bringing in more revenue than ABK well, as To an well. extent. The problem, the problem with that is like assuming that you could actually acquire that many publishers and not face regulatory approval <laughs> or not face regulatory <laughs> problems is <laughs> where it comes in. Because because even though Activision is still the largest publisher, that's still one publisher in a sea of publishers. But if you go and buy twelve publishers, that is a completely different conversation. All right, I, I swear this is our last one. Okay, come on, like we're not... <laughs> uh, the way I look at it is just buy Embracer. For... <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that'd be just just buy Embracer. Let Embracer do the your like double A. Just buy them. <laughs> But the way I look at it is I didn't like when they first announced ABK because it was crazy expensive. I prefer obviously Sega, other things. But for their mm -hmm. long-term play, and for Xbox, long-term play means one thing. Right. right. It means Game Pass. For their long-term play, this was the better move. Even better yep. than all of those subs, except for maybe Ubisoft. But Ubisoft has their own baggage to deal with, which you, you don't want to want to get in the way with. But like, if you take a look mm -hmm. at Xbox most played, well, and, here's really quick. Can can yeah. can I touch on your yeah, Ubisoft yeah. comment? Because Ubisoft is five billion now. The dif here's the difference too. Activision has been sustainable at the yeah. massive amount they were. Ubisoft has yeah. dropped almost 
to a third of what they used to be even a oh, year ago. So that there's a massive difference, I think, in in th that's where it's a little bit problematic. Prof J is one of our user um, users on the forums and always put he's a he's in the financial sector. He puts some great stuff out there on the kind of business sense of acquisitions, and that's why it's kind of problematic to just look at your market cap yeah. because. Ubisoft's Ubisoft's revenue over the past three years has also been extremely sporadic, and mm. so the difference is that you know aside from delays, Activision has been very consistent, um, and so I think yeah, that's where it's a like you were saying, Ursula, it's a smarter, safer bet. I mean, even Ubisoft's mm. most played game, right, which is what it's Siege by far. It doesn't make the revenue that a game like Fortnite or Warzone does, not just in terms of the player mm. count, but also in terms of how people spend money, right? I mean, we have yep. Nick here who spent who knows how much in Fortnite, and I'm sure people have spent a bunch on Warzone too. They had, they had Godzilla mm -hmm. in the game for some reason. Like, what Ubisoft's the heck? problem is also personnel. Yes, of yep. course. A lot of people. 000. It's a lot of people. That's yep. like <laughs> thirty percent of Microsoft's entire workforce Which, is boom. It's a lot of people. Link LinkedIn had that many people when they bought them, but the difference is LinkedIn was more. Uh, centralized. So LinkedIn had twenty thousand employees. Mm -hmm. Really? What? Yep. What are they yeah, doing? What are they I, doing? I always bring that. I don't know, but that's why I always bring up the point of like people. What? Whenever people say Ubisoft couldn't happen because the staff count, I was like, they've purchased studio. They have purchased acquisitions with that many people before. That's okay. That's insane to me. I'll be honest. What the hell? I knew. I know Nokia had a bunch when they bought them, but mm -hmm. LinkedIn had that many. Man. Yep. <laughs> but like okay. yeah, it's long-term wise we, i think abk is the better decision yeah we desperately have to move on uh -oh. yes yes Avro gave us a super chat but there's no text Avro. you can just say that's okay he, I, I don't think you realize i don't oh. that's actually my brother-in-law um oh, yeah, i don't think he realizes quite how youtube super chats work properly oh, he gave us a sticker <laughs> i realize okay thank you for the sticker it's but so thanks cute. thanks for the sticker jeff it's a key uh, okay. That's not your brother, right? Otherwise, that would be an NFT. No, that's not my brother. <laughs> uh, okay, Bob Lopel. Couple of questions. One, do you think Sony raised the price of PlayStation to make up for losses in their other divisions and that they see PlayStation selling for over $700 on Amazon, eBay, and Walmart? EB. Two, Phil spoke about exclusives are becoming a thing of the past. Do you think Phil will back his statement by releasing Starfield and other games on PlayStation? after some time like six months to a year for me it makes sense game pass is the main draw and <laughs> it doesn't they make, make sense. more money from the games yeah. on the playstation bonus question yeah. if you guys did not talk about this yet what games are you most looking forward to for the rest of the year so uh do you think sony raised the price to make up for their losses in other divisions no i think they we talked about this they raised yeah. it because they were greedy yeah. right. because if it was making up for stuff why are they still doing deals like the harry potter thing right mm. like Nah, it was just, I think Agreed. a part of it was greed. A part of it was to get some of the scalper money that they're losing to scalpers. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think there was a few factors to it, mostly driven by ultimately greed and arrogance. That's just yep, my yep. opinion. Yep, yep. Um, exclusive thing of the past. Yes, we, we also talked about this. There's going to be That's ecosystem <laughs> exclusives. Like, Phil yeah. will not be putting Starfield on PlayStation unless Sony agrees to let Game Pass go on to PlayStation, which I don't think Jim will ever allow, personally. Yep. 
And I still think they will use that as a strong tool or probably already did in this ABK thing. They probably put it in mm-hmm. their submission that they approached Nintendo, approached Sony, said, hey guys, yeah, have Game Pass. Have Game yeah. Pass on your platforms and you can have all the Bethesda and ABK games that you want. And on Nintendo the cloud. and Sony, or especially Sony, would be like, no, we're not having <laughs> Xbox Game Pass on PlayStation. That's not going to happen. Never. <laughs> And I said that never. purposely in like a Ron Burgundy never. style voice. Never. Yeah. Never. <laughs> or like Michael uh, Caine. Never. Yeah. What what <laughs> what games are you most looking forward to for the rest of the year? Um, Benedict Fox. That's mm-hmm. next year, isn't it? Tomorrow. Is next, it? Tomorrow. Next year. Yes, next year. Yeah. Is it? Next year. It's early next year. Yes. I swear I felt like I saw something just on Twitter that's saying it's coming out this year. I don't know what the dates are anymore. I keep getting confused. Then it's it's Modern Warfare 2 for me. Then it's Modern Warfare 2 for me. Same. I'm going to go with the pony answer and say Ragnarok. I really like God of War 2018. I'm looking forward to finishing this thing off. I like the old ones better. Yeah, I like the old ones. Yeah, I did not at all. I'll be honest. I hated the old games. Oh, I was more of a spoilers about uh, Ragnarok. No, no, no spoilers, Jesse. I'm already kind of like getting some in in chat. Read them. (laughs) <laughs> but uh right I, I will possibly have the i was an ninja Gaiden person spoilers. back in the day it's like the entire game <laughs> setup and story has already leaked nick i don't oh, know yeah if high in life though. is also i don't know yeah. if that's real though. i'll just assume it is because it makes me laugh i don't know if what's yeah, leaked of ragnarok is real at the moment yeah. back in the god of war days i was a bit of a console warrior this is a bit not too much so for me xbox had ninja gaiden and playstation had god of war and screw god of war because it's just a button oh, they were so, both so skill. good though god of war was amazing those yeah. original one that, through three I didn't like in, Matos at all, like, I'll be honest. in god of war one like it's it's seared into my memory like you get out onto that ship and it's raining and then the hydra just oh, yeah. comes out it is like <laughs> yeah. what do you mean there is a hydra here it was ah, oh. oh, and it would have been like and then double for you, right? As Greek, oh, God of War three. Well, there was there was a little bit of that bias as yeah. well because I'm Greek yeah. and I like Greek mythology. And then God of War three, and you're fighting Gaia, yeah. and you just oh, yeah. and you're climbing. And, oh man, it was amazing. Oh my, God. I'll admit the original trilogy was way more hype, like just overall for oh. sure. You just don't just, get that. Well, no, that, that yeah, that, I mean, I I would argue oh. the problem with 2018 God of War is that they just wanted to reskin instead of building a new IP. They were just like, oh, let's just throw Kratos in yep, Norse mythology. And it's, to me, it's just never worked, especially since nah, it's, it's just... not even close to the same game. And it got Sony-fied, right? No longer. It's just yeah. like, it's not just a video sad game dad. anymore, right? Yeah, exactly. Really it just got sad dadified. Yeah. And it's just like, it's a, like, <laughs> you know, you God of War 2. You're playing God of War 2. You're making your way through this tower, this world. And then you get outside and you're on the back of a Titan the entire time. And it's just like, oh, yeah. oh and the moment I saw that, I get outside and I'm on the back of Kronos, this Titan. I'm like, oh, what do you mean? This is the most amazing thing ever. Like oh, this man. whole time. And the thing yeah. is, you sh- we should have known because the level was like moving when you're in it. Mm-hmm. But you're not thinking that's what's happening. And then you get outside and you're seeing this Titan moving in the desert and you're just on the back of it. And I, ah, oh, you don't, you know, in a, in a way, in it's like Halo Infinite did something similar to God of War 2018 in that it made it a little bit more cinematic. It did that camera angle thing. But the gameplay was still Halo and it was Halo fine tuned mm. as hell, right? 2018 was just a different game. You're right. Which is why Stop. I like it. This is not, you had me at Halo. Remember? Okay, fine. We've got, we got, we got a super chat but, that I agree with. Uh, from Yadani Kuzara, uh, Kizara, 
why does Atomic Heart also have my heart? It looked like a Bioshock-ish thing I've been missing. Yes, Atomic Heart looks very yes. phenomenal. Supposedly is that this year? year? It's supposed year? to be. Who the hell knows? It yeah. looked really good also... in that gameplay trailer. Yeah. It looks nice. That's Unreal Engine 5 as well, isn't it? Uh, I can't remember. Is it? It's been in development for like four years. So who the hell? Maybe five I'm mistaken. Maybe, maybe I'm mistaken with something else. Uh, yes, Atomic Heart does look very good, but man, those OG God of Wars, fantastic. Yeah, but can you spend two thousand hours playing OG God of War? Special, but why? Oh, do totally. I need to. I need to. <laughs> I just uh I had like <clears throat> those OG God of Wars were the reason I continued to buy PlayStation consoles. I was like, yeah. they just. I so we should remaster them. That's a, a series I mean, that should be remastered. Not well, God of War three did, it did. Get remastered. It did, but so I mean, like God of War one remake. two, and one and God two on PS three and Vita, yep. and yep. then didn't they put on PS four? PS three is like remember. fifteen years ago both. now. You know what I'm saying? It's a while. I did too. Ah, uh, man, I I would love mm -hmm. God of War one to be remade like God of War three. Oh, hmm. My God, that'd be nice. But you've got I'm that type of remake being remade next week. With the last of us part one <laughs> not changing the game I, i'm shit. actually tempted to get that that i know doesn't have any difficulty trophies what i was like oh so i could just play it on easy and enjoy it yeah i'm, 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 I'm look, if i get it if i get it it will be on sale and it's 100 and it's 125 yeah yeah i'm not oh. paying 125 australian dollars Did for the last of us part beat one. the that second just game? less features stupidity no, oh, sorry, I no, we did not think that. We got to move on. Sorry, the second game is boring as hell. Oh, let's get into a new um, rant. Oh, I mean, oh, let's go to the next question. Okay. <laughs> DO game. DO game. Quick question this week. Uh, how do you think Microsoft best balances their strong vision for the future in an industry that oftentimes is stacked against first movers, as we were talking about before? We, yeah. Microsoft has been ahead of the curve again and again and again on everything from online to transmedia properties to play anywhere, and more often than not, they've suffered. Meanwhile, when they have taken the time to iterate on existing ideas, they've absolutely crushed it. Game Pass and xCloud are not new concepts. PS Now, Gaikai, OnLive, and even Stadia for xCloud predate them. But then they learned from the mistakes here and did things better. Or, to put things another way, how does Microsoft work towards gaming without borders without failing the prisoner's dilemma? I.e. they expand their ecosystem to Sony, Sony doesn't reciprocate, Xbox sales plummet, and then Sony kicks their ecosystem off PS6 or PS7 or whatever. I didn't get that last part. Oh, um, we sort of talked about this before. Mm. I, like, I don't think mm. there's anything wrong with going first, but like, like we were talking about with Xbox One, they just did it the wrong way. Like, they were ahead of the game with smart speakers and one guide and all that sort of stuff, but they just did it wrong. I think those things could have still succeeded if they just did a couple of little things differently. There's nothing wrong with being first. It just... Mm -hmm. Look at Windows Phone. They were first with Windows Phone too, but yeah, they didn't executed turn out too well poorly. for them. Like, okay, All right. I, I was working in retail at the time, selling mm. mobile phones at the time when Windows Phone was a thing and when the iPhone was just starting. And before the iPhone existed, there was a phone that I would argue was the iPhone before the iPhone, called the HTC Diamond, and I that was that. running Windows but it was the stupid Windows phone, the one where they just tried to squeeze the desktop windows onto yep. a screen this big. Yeah. Had we got the Windows phone we all know and love before the iPhone existed, 
we may have a very different world right now where Apple doesn't even exist. Like, like if you paired Windows Phone 7 with a HTC Diamond, that would have been the iPhone before the iPhone existed. And we would now probably not have an iPhone and Apple. Like, it would be probably a very, very different world. Um, And that's what I mean. There's nothing wrong with being first, but you've got to get it right if you're going to do it. Um, and Microsoft have shown an ability to get it wrong when they're first. Uh, you know, I still remember, like, I see ads for Google now where they advertise the AR stuff that their phones do. Mm-hmm. And I remember Bill Gates doing a presentation yeah. like 20 years ago yeah. saying, <laughs> oh, one day we'll have, you know, a phone and you'll look down the street and it'll tell you where to go. And blah. they were like, they were concepting AR stuff 20 years ago and they were doing them. But Apple and Google brought it to life better than they did. Like, yep. yeah, it's, oh my God. Like we could do an entire 10 hour podcast just talking about that kind of stuff. But yeah, let's yeah. not go down. Quick answer down personally part. is they just give, they put people who should be in charge or they believe should be in charge and they let them take the reins. I want to say like giving Phil this yep. much control was a gamble by Nadella, obviously, but it worked, right? Yeah, because he he understood the market, and I think yeah. to your point, putting people who understand the market in those positions when they launch those initiatives. I mean, because Game Pass, you know, it, you could argue it was kind of. I mean, it's definitely the first of its kind from a platform holder, mm-hmm. um, and it succeeded in places where others still have kind of floundered. I mean, yeah. PSN conversion thing hasn't really set the world on fire. In fact, they lost mm. subscribers. So, um, yeah. you know, like I think they're they learning. Alad and Peter Moore in charge with the 360. Yeah. Look how well the 360 yep. did. Like, yeah. you God, dude, I wanted a hoodie like Jay Allard. For, <laughs> for, dude was so like nerd stylish, man. Yeah. I love Peter anyway. Moore, though. Peter Moore's great. And yeah, they're taking your time these days. You know, like xCloud has been a thing for what, three, four years now, right? And they're just slowly making it better little by little, yeah. you know, not relying only on it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, let's try and breeze through these. Omen. Hope you all had a good week. It was unexpectedly busy. With the recent rumor of Amazon not looking to buy EA, it made me think of this question. What do you think would be the worst semi-realistic acquisition combo for a game company? Feel free to use a different company than EA. For me, I would say my nightmare acquisition would be Google buying from software. Um, I mean, a lot of people might say Apple buying PlayStation. Um, But, I mean, it has to be like Facebook buying Seeker. Oh, yeah. Like Meta buying Seeker. Like what would top that? That's the worst. Tencent buying Seeker. Oh, hold on. I I mean, it it sucks because of their ties to the CCP, but... At the same time, and I hate that I'm going to say this because it feels so gross, at least it wouldn't be driven into the ground and hidden behind some sort of meta paywall bullshit. That's true. They'd resource them up. Um, They would resource Seager up, man. I don't think that would be the worst thing ever. Hell, they could get back at the consoles if Tencent. (laughs) Yeah, I think... I think Google, yeah. Apple, or or Meta. I'm just going to call them Facebook because that's what they are. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Any of those three buying anybody, uh, any yeah. big publisher, publisher would be problematic at best. Yeah, I'd say that, uh, that's Microsoft. my one. 
Meta buying Sega would be the worst. Personally, Microsoft and Square Enix. I don't give a flip of Square Enix no more. I don't want them to spend money on those. Now that they don't have West, yeah. Right? Like, screw that. They don't have West anymore. I don't give a crap of Final Fantasy anymore. You're basically, just buying and money Final Fantasy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nope. There's better it's... things. Buy better things. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good old Collingwood. Uh, hello, Nick and Jesse, and welcome back, Nodian and Soul Blazers. In a not you, not the you had me at Halo <laughs> podcast. I'll keep this week's question simple. Nick, this time last year, it would have been unthinkable. In a few weeks, Collingwood could be playing at the Grannies. Will you still do the podcast the Sunday after, win or lose? Uh, Nutty and Soul Blazers, what are you looking forward to seeing? Uh, what are you looking forward to after seeing what Gamescom highlighted this nice. week? Good now, question. good old Collingwood, I've thought about this, and I'll be honest with you, mate. I hope that is a choice I have to make this year about whether I do the podcast or not the Sunday <laughs> after the grand final. Because if Collingwood wins, if, Coll- if Collingwood makes the grand final and wins, we are going to be going to the family day on the Sunday. So I can still do the podcast because the podcast starts at 8 a.m. I've just got to ensure that it is a very quick podcast so we can get uh, the family down to Gosh's Paddock to go and enjoy the family day with the team. If we lose, if we make the grand final and lose, which we have a very long, proud history of doing, (laughs) I will still do the podcast, but I will be in the fucking foulest mood (laughs) that anyone has ever seen if, if we make the grand final and lose but i will still do the podcast it is a choice i hope i have to make let's put it that way. um now you guys what are you looking forward to after seeing what gamescom had Ursula, you first yeah sure so there was one game specifically that was on jeff's show i saw it and i'm like holy crap i'm in it's called where winds meet it's uh oh, yeah. Janshia right. game mm-hmm. And it's like, it's really exciting for me because for the last like five years, I've been every day, usually or every other day, I read a bunch of random Chinese web novels. It's just, it's really, it's like a guilty pleasure. It's really simple. It's basic, but I love the mythology. I love their combat and the potential of that style of universe. Like the books I read are basically video games. You, they love Doesn't a lot. Doesn't it look a lot like people. Ghost of Tsushima? It does. It does a little mm-hmm. bit, but with a better aesthetic and like a full on, um, uh, embracing of the supernatural because like okay i mean i get it it's man if i'm playing a game bro i want i want fantasy i'll be honest i'm a mm-hmm. fantasy fan and ghost was as much as i liked it and as pretty as it looked it's a little too grounded <laughs> for me yeah. yeah but where winds meet it's not only this game specifically it's also the potential i want to say of this market of the chinese market really jumping into the triple a gaming you have this you have wukong and this makes wukong look like well, a slow um... super slow like I don't even want to play it game, even though I do want to. It's not just like their mythology. It's also like their creativity. It's just, I'm really excited for this. And hopefully they showed a lot in like the extended trailer. So hopefully nice. it's not a tech demo and it's hopefully it's out soon. <laughs> Looks nice. I was looking forward. Daniel? I wanted to talk about it this week. Um, oh, right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have a couple, uh, you know, obviously uh, Benedict Fox looks incredible. Mm-hmm. Oh, Intimate, um, anything Josh Sawyer and his team's involved in. I'm, I'm there day one. Um, Lies of P, of course, for me was huge. Plague Tale, Requiem, just every game Asobo makes, it, they get better and better with each one. Mm. Um, it looks incredible. Cannot wait. And um, I mean, Give Sonic, I don't too. care. Yeah, that Sonic yeah, trailer yeah, was yeah, good. I did this. Yeah, Sonic looks great. I don't care what anybody says. Did you they, see the latest trailer they showed fine. in the show? It actually yeah, looked good. Yeah. 
I have not give seen it, it a shot. Great. It's not I mean, this empty open world. It actually looks like Sonic. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you you have your. It looks like you have your Sonic level areas yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. And okay. The, uh, I'm okay, all there okay. for it, man. So. Okay. Cool. Uh, obviously in the interest of trying to speed things along because we're now at three hours <clears throat> holy crap uh kraken 56 i've had a question one. from kraken 56 in a while hello well, panel i hope xbox will go after the lies of p developer if the game is good i think it would fill a couple of holes a korean studio and a souls like genre this leads me to my question will xbox go after more publishers or grab single studios after abk closes they are not mutually exclusive, but maybe antitrust concerns about another publisher acquisition will stop them. Thanks. Have a good one. Yes to both. Which would they I do think first? They will go after, would you say? I think they will go after publishers and they'll still go after individual studios. I think there's a lot of stuff that they're probably working on in the background right now yeah. that's being held up by yeah. ABK. Yeah. They, they did, what, triple their M&A staff over the past year and a half? Yeah. I, I think so... there's ones they've been working on silently in the background. Yeah. Ninety nine percent hands on deck for getting ABK done, right. and then once ABK finally goes through, that's when you'll start to see that all happen. Would it be back to individual studios, or would it still be published? No, 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 so publishers. Uh, right? I think it'll be a mix of both. Mm -hmm. I still think they're yeah. gonna. They may. I reckon potentially they may even go have another crack at a big one. Hmm. Well, I, I hope. I hope that some of the ones that they've got relationships with, that they've got, you know, that they're building exclusives with, they really lock down, you know, yes. IOs, yes. your avalanches, your Asobos. Like, yeah. I mean, it, it, I will, you know, I, there's, there's very few. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, there's very few times that I, that I like look at acquisitions that get quote unquote missed by Xbox and, and say, Oh, they should have gotten that. But if they don't get a Sobo, that's one of those. that's just like, like it's a no-brainer you know yeah right know. right so yeah, right. definitely one they but, should be looking at yeah but as i always remind people you know you, you still have to have uh you know that that target want to be purchased and you can still be you can still offer a great offer and still not have that offer and they can still get pipped so. i mean we all thought crystal yeah. was a matter of when not right. if and right. look yeah. at what happened there embracer yeah embrace and they can still they can keep doing Game Pass deals, right? It doesn't necessarily have to be an acquisition every single time. Like no, with, say, right. these life of, lives of P people, like keep a good relationship with them going. But that's mm. why I think they'll want to get ABK done as soon as yes. possible. So that yep. way they yep. have both options on the table. They might look at a studio and go, well, is it worth investing in them and buying them? Or do we just do Game Pass deals with them? If we do Game Pass deals, what if Sony comes in and swoops along? Or what if someone else comes along? Like at least those options are available to them. While they're tied up with ABK... <laughs> It's mm -hmm. not. So we'll right. see what happens. Okay, last question. Uh, not Jack. If you could change one thing about games media in 2022, what would it be? Oh, well, we alluded to this before, didn't we? I would <laughs> like... Did. And I know this, I'm aware of how this is going to sound, but I would like more people in games media that don't hate Xbox. <laughs> and that I, I would just like... With Xbox. Yeah. It would be nice. I would just... Yeah, I would just like to have a more uh, a relatively unbiased because like yeah. like you know that example you you alluded to with the the Kotaku article like yeah. that is so blatantly thing. biased. Yeah, like yeah. that is so That's and that's the example that I'm talking about. These, so if you if you have right. a journalist that grew up on Xbox as opposed to PlayStation, those two articles come out the same way. 
Xbox yes, One right. gets MKV support, PlayStation 4 gets yes. MKV support. But when you have yeah. a journalist that grew up loving PlayStation, that's how you end up with those two articles. Xbox yeah. One's yeah. a dirty pirate machine, PlayStation 4 got <laughs> MKV. That's the stuff yeah. I'd like to see changed. Just, there's, yeah. there's no Just, need. Like, look at Kotaku again, right? Oh, Phil Spencer said there's not going to be exclusives all while locking down exclusives. PlayStation is, 5 raised its price in a few countries. And that's yeah, it. That's all the right. headline was. Our PlayStation yeah, 5. Right. And again, that's Kotaku again. Like, so, so clearly there's a lot of guys at Kotaku that grew up during PlayStation's dominance. And that's... Yeah, yeah I think, and, I think ha- ha- veering away from that clickbait console war bullshit and actually just reporting... And that doesn't mean you can't like, yeah, like, like we've, we've, we were critical of the Xbox live price increase. I was critical. Like, if you remember, I wrote the article about the, uh, the horizon five, uh, naming, uh, yeah. you know, blocking mm-hmm. yeah. names. Like that's what you should do. You report the news, you, you call, you know, uh, call out to, um, you know, call, uh, accountability to power when, when it's, when it's called for, um, and I would also like to honestly see more people in games journalism have a, a basic understanding of the development process God, of the industry for which they report on. Um, because too oh, much of the time, you still see, you still see, and even even taking the bias out, you still see people condemn delays and things like that. When, especially in the past few years, when we're still you know reeling from a pandemic, for you know, crying out loud. Mm-hmm. So, or if you're gonna have a shtick apply it everywhere so yep. if Kotaku's right. no thing, double standards if, yeah if if kataku's thing is going to be dumping on everything then dump on everything yep yeah right. like hard drive if, right they make satire stuff yeah, on everything that's right right like if, yeah. you, if you're gonna have a shtick that's fine but just apply it everywhere be consistent where too too many of them you know there was a certain influential journalist that i saw that didn't really speak up about this playstation 5 price increase at all not going to name the person until directly directly called upon yeah and even then the answer was quite oh yeah that's not cool yeah where i think had microsoft up their price globally we may have seen a full article somewhat more lengthy response oh yeah um right it's Uh, stuff like that that annoys me my thing uh, really quick oh sorry yeah go on no, go, go, go. Yeah, it's basically the same thing as you guys, but it's a little more uh, global in the sense where I just, we're, we've passed the age where there's like clear winners and losers in gaming. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Right. Like, and I feel like our media, games media should represent that. It's no longer about winning and losing anymore. What's winning? Higher you console numbers? Drive on zero scum. Like, you don't need, one doesn't need to win over the other for it to still be succeeding. And I really want games media to understand that fact in 2022. Mm, like you don't yeah. need to push one down to praise the other, which is still happening right. all the damn time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's just that that's Reach. the part I would change. It'd be nice yeah. if there was yeah. more, I don't know if neutrality is the right word. Balance might even be just the objectivity. Objectivity. Yeah, yeah. Objectivity. Just call it consistency you know we had we had joe on last week and joe Mm. is the perfect example of what i'm talking about in the good way he he's he's a playstation fan that's okay Mm -hmm. he he (laughs) loves playstation playstation is his thing i don't i don't even i can't see what jesse's doing right now it's just um (laughs) windows wallpapers um you know joe likes playstation that's okay yeah he loves playstation 
like us with Microsoft, if he sees something he doesn't like, he'll just say it. Or if he yep. sees something that he yep. finds a bit odd, he'll say it. Or like he put out a tweet. He put out one of those funny tweets with the meme of um, the Simpsons and Apu and he's about to get shot and someone jumps in front to protect him and it's got, yeah. <laughs> you know, valid criticism of Sony and then weirdos jumping in front. And, damp, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that's what I like. Like, I don't care that he loves PlayStation. That's okay. Love PlayStation. Right. That's fine. Like, there's no reason you can't. It's that, it's that other crap that I don't like. Like, just the fanaticism that, that, and yeah. yeah, the fanaticism, the cult-like behavior. Just it's that part that sucks. Um, mm. and I feel like it creeps into the media a bit, which is a bit yeah, a bit. <laughs> yeah, and it's. That's the part I would change. That is the part I would change. I have no idea what's going on right now. You guys are doing all sorts of stuff, and I'm not watching the stream, so I don't know. I don't what's know either. Going on. I feel like but Abe yeah. right now. I've had to is, pee for like. Is an it morning hour. yet? <laughs> it's it's ten past. The, like we've been going for just on or just over three hours. So. And viewership's been consistent the whole time. I I think we'll wrap it up there. Okay, bye. No, um, we'll, we'll we'll wrap it up there uh we've gone way longer than i was expecting um so uh, that by the way is that you had me at halo curse the moment you say it's gonna be a short show it's no (laughs) yeah i legitimately thought this was gonna be a ridiculously quick show (laughs) so Um, do we usually (laughs) yeah uh so i want to thank uh ursul for jumping on i'm gonna try and say your name and no that's perfect i mean you know you know little mermaid um the villain in little mermaid ursula yeah. Ursula. That's it. Just without the R at the end. Because yeah. I see, but I see A at the start. So my instinct is to go A. Yeah, I blame Not, my parents. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my instinct. Um, so I'd like to thank Ursula for making the time to jump on. Daniel as well. Thank you. Um, I'm, I think Jesse as always. Thanks for having us. Um, and, you know, John can get stuffed for having another shit excuse <laughs> for not jumping on. Um, so I'd like to thank all of you for watching. Uh, and supporting us with the super chats and patreons and just staying in the chat despite Rand and Jez um, encroaching on our bloody time slot and going for four hours. Yeah, holy um, crap. <laughs> one last super chat. Yeah, one last super chat just jumped in. Waxer, waxier, waxer. Um, it creeps a lot into media, I would say. Yes, it does. It does yeah. creep a lot. And it's an, it's annoying yeah. to see. Yeah, like I, yeah. the Luke Plunkett thing, you know, and then he did the same thing. Remember when he was like, he was dumping oh, it's all over those times. people for wanting to see Major Nelson at EB Games. I'm just like, yeah, really, dude? So you're telling me that if Jim Ryan was there, you would not have been lining up for four hours with bells on? Like, come yeah. on, dude. Like, yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Oh, look yeah. at these weirdos lining up to see Major Nelson. Oh, so what? Let people enjoy things. Seriously. Like, <laughs> like yep. seriously. Anyway, the so we, I almost fell into the trap of getting dragged into another <laughs> tangent there. <laughs> I had mentioned Christ. in chat, if they want to keep going, just keep dropping super. But speed. I stopped oh my myself. God. So that's growth. <laughs> I have to that's pee. personal growth. <laughs> so now that Daniel is about to turn into a robot again, <laughs> before, <laughs> before we get into that, uh, we're going to say goodbye to everyone. Thanks for joining us, and we will see you all next week. Ciao. Thank for you now. very much. 2000 Hour Sandbox.